get so excited Watch you look at her run Hey, mommy, 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 may I go It's such a sight to see I'm about to steal the show Hey, daddy, daddy, daddy I'm begging you If it's all right with my mama I know it's okay with you Cause they be rocking on bandstand Keep in the heart of Texas and around Frisco Bay, all over St. Louis, we down to New Orleans. All the cats wanna dance with us, yeah, sweet little sixteen. Oh, baby, to heaven, Jerry. You got the grown-up blue Tight dresses and lipstick Smoking high-heeled shoes But tomorrow morning You'll have to change your trend Be sweet 16 Heading back to class again Please get up,
State show. Woke up this morning. I was we're supposed to go eat sushi today. All you can eat sushi place ain't happening. Stomach ain't stomach ain't up for it today. Can't can't do it. it. That that's the last thing I fuck with. If my stomach's messed up at all, then no, no fish. Got to stay away from that because that'll kill you. It'll kill you. It's my kryptonite. Uh, but yeah, I, I'm feeling fine. Just tell me, it's just a little eh. Just a little eh. That's all. little eh. No, nothing to worry about. Just uh, been busy, been working a lot. That's okay. Good, 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 good. Um, yesterday, uh, thank you guys for understanding. We did a shortened show yesterday. Was very exhausted after the night before, after the, the hard work of emceeing the Hooters hometown pageant. It was a good time. They raised a lot of money for, uh, for, for wounded veterans, and I, I think that's awesome. And I, I wish that we could do more. So there you go. Uh, but then I just relaxed all day yesterday. Man, oh, man, did I relax. We go to this place here in town called Cotton Patch. And usually I go there for the chicken fried steak. But I wasn't feeling chicken fried steak yesterday. I had a burger. If you're ever in Texas and you go to Cotton Patch, don't get the burgers. They ain't that good. Mm. Stay away from there. There you go. That, that, that I should put that on the website whenever, you know, we get the new web page built. And I'll have all my restaurant reviews up there. Let's say some good mornings, shall we? First one here today was uh, my man, Andrew. He just said AIG, so thank you for that, Andrew. I appreciate it. Battleborn in Nebraska says, Arnie, good morning to you and the ass family. Shit. Sure happy it's Thursday. See? Sure happy it's Thursday. It's shit. Today is the shit. I like that. I like that, Battleborn in Nebraska. By the way, Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy will be on the show today. Can't wait. Well, we have we have some good topics to talk about with Joe today. This ought to be funny. David Garza's in the house. Happy Friday Eve. Acid Rise from Oklahoma's here. Good morning to you as well. Straight Fire says, we are here and we shall be entertained. So it is written, so it shall be. Amen to that. Oh, man. Yes, sir. Oh, my lucky Looky there, it is Braddy Kid. Oh, she's here in the morning, and she says good morning. Well, good morning right back to you. Shit, look at this honky. I don't know why she said that, but there you go. Uh, Hot Mama says happy Friday, Eve ass. Christopher dodging bullets down in Fresno says good morning, ass family. Another day driving through bomb craters and roving gangs of gasoline scavengers. But with a bribe to the Lord Humongous, 
No, no, no. You should have put an H on the end of that hue. Instead of the E, it's H-U-G-H. That's you. <laughs> you did shade, Mungus. And the Arnie State Show in my ear. I'll make it uh, through like always. Damn right you will. Fred says, good morning, ass family. Sassy Pammy in the house. Good morning to you. And Cowboys Girl, good morning to you as well. I have a show you should check out. It's on Apple TV called Severance. It's creepy. All right. Uh, I'll look into it. I've been watching the uh, Magic Johnson documentary on Apple TV to go along with Winning Time, the not documentary about when Jerry Buss took over the Lakers. It's funny to watch them like both at the same time because you get the real story from Magic Johnson or the quote-unquote real story. But, yeah, Apple TV puts out some good shit, I got to say. I mean, that, that's where Ted Lasso is. Oh, it was so nice last night. Last night was awesome. I had AEW wrestling on. Got to see that. I couldn't sleep that well last night, so uh, th- then I, I, I did my Chicago shows. I got Chicago Fire in. Awesome. Got Chicago PD in. Awesome. And I was like, well, I got the Mayans from the night before. Might as well watch that since I can't fall asleep yet. Watch the Mayans. Here's the thing I'm not digging. I, and I don't know how many more seasons the Mayans has, but they're doing this on Better Call Saul. Okay, if you're in the last season of a show, you can't introduce new characters and start trying to build a storyline around them. We know the show is ending there, Better Call Saul. You don't need to bring in new characters. I don't need to get involved with anybody new. I want to see how you're wrapping this shit up, dickhead. Uh, Just one season out right now, nine episodes. Okay, I'll look into it, see what it's about, whatever. Um, Time to start the show. Is is it time to start the show? I don't know. Oh, Rangers lost last night. Oh, the Rangers lose to Kansas City, for Christ's sake. Stars win last night? Holy shit, I got to see if the Stars won. Are we moving on? Come on. Damn it to hell. The goddamn Flames won? It's bullshit. They lead the series now three games to two. That's horse hockey. By the way, the PGA Tour's in town. Yeah, AT&T, Byron Nelson. They don't play where they used to. They played out in like McKinney now. I hate what happened to Nacho on Better Call Saul. That sucked. That that was so bad. This is this is going to be a season of bad shit, though. I think. Uh, all right, are, are we ready to start the show? I'm ready to start the damn show. We got so. Oh, oh, we. I can't. Oh, I can't start the show yet. Hold on one second here. There is a fight. What, what's it under? School fight. I, I have not watched it yet. Is this it? School girl? Okay, here we go. Let's see. School girl kicked and punched several times. This is just another school fight from... Oh, this is Australia. Nobody cares about this. And the fight's not that good. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Get everything highlighted again where it's supposed to be. I don't know why the highlighter goes off on this. It pisses me the hell off. All right, first story is... <sighs> it's so maddening. This is why I didn't want to vote. or this, this is why I didn't want to start the show. 
because I know how uh, th- this is just pissing me off. <laughs> A Dallas team advancing in the playoffs. That's like Scotchy going sober. Thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, the Department of Justice Inspector General's office announced Wednesday that it was actually one of their own employees that leaked a draft of the media that included non-public information. By the way, the person that leaked this is a lawyer. And they thought that this is the thing I don't understand. So they know who leaked this information, this stolen, if you will, document from the Supreme Court talking about voting on Roe versus Wade. Department of Justice says it was one of their own employees, and then they resigned during the investigation. Well, that's okay. They can resign. That's fine. That saved you from firing them. But no names were mentioned. Media also learned that following a Freedom of Information Act request that the investigation the employee had discussed with the media had to do with the Trump administration's zero-tolerance border-crossing policy, which led to mass detention and separations of families. Okay, so once again, this administration is so, I I don't want to say brilliant. I do not want to say brilliant at all, but whoever is pulling the strings behind the scenes is doing a masterful job, by the way, George Soros. Uh, But we have a story about him as well. Once again, let's push all everything on on Donald Trump. And, And even Joe Biden did that yesterday. Joe Biden came out and blamed, are you ready for this? He blamed the inflation and high gas prices. All on Vladimir Putin. Well, he started with Putin. Then he went after corporate greed, and then, of course, he had to throw in COVID. He takes no responsibility, even though inflation started before Vladimir Putin went into Ukraine. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, it's Vladimir Putin that's causing all this shit. I don't know, Arnie. I talked to the guy every day. He had hard times when the COVID started. Lost his job as a mattress salesman. Once gas prices went up, he says he found his true calling. But Hugh is a good dude once you know him. <laughs> uh, Derek says, made it. Good morning, ass family. Happy Friday Eve. Buenos dias, Ogre. How are you, my friend? So, So once again... They know the person that leaked this document. This person that leaked the document admits to leaking the document. I'd like to know why they're not in federal custody, and we don't know their name yet. I want you to think about this. When did this happen last week? About a week and a half ago? It took less than that time to know the Navy SEAL who shot Osama bin Laden. We knew his name. I, I, I don't know it. I, I forgot it. But his name was released like a week after he shot Osama bin Laden. 
but we can't have the name of a person who did something quite illegal that might tear this country apart. Wasn't Joey B. bragging recently about how inflation is a good thing? I hadn't seen that yet, Andrew. Probably. I mean, this motherfucker comes out and says, oh, yeah, we wouldn't have this inflation if Biden didn't step in and invade. Yes, we would. It's your fault, dipshit. And once again, he goes and blames the, I, 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 mean, I mean, look, I have another story coming up about the view and what they said. I guess we as a people here in this country, I guess, and, and, and that's all I can do is guess, I guess we get our personal responsibility from our politicians. Because politicians teach us not to take any personal responsibility whatsoever. Joe Biden has not taken one bit of responsibility for his America. All he has done is blame, blame, blame everybody since he took over on January 21st, 2021. If there was anything good to have happened, he will take credit for that. Rice says, oh, my God, the video of him were priceless last night on the news. We got angry Joe in Chicago. Really? Was Joe in Chicago last night? Oh, I'll wait till the videos come out, and I'll just steal the audio from that. I find it so, I, I, I find all of this to be so amazing to watch happen in my lifetime. Good morning, Brett. How are you, my friend? You know what this country needs? One big, fat, national Jerry Springer bell. The right and left hear that bell, and bammo, they just start fighting and stop, all circling around, yammering and posturing. Drop the bomb. Get it on. Oh, West Virginia Democrat. <laughs> Joe Manchin is at it again. Boy, he, is, he loves pissing off his own party. He says he will vote no on the Dems Roe versus Wade bill. Says it goes way too far. So the Democrats are trying to pass a bill right now that will keep Roe versus Wade and national abortions uh, a thing that is true. Now, I want to talk about something. This story led me into thinking about it yesterday. And we all need to grow up. We all need to talk. And we all need to have communications. And that's the problem is nobody wants to talk or communicate. They want to scream and they want their way. And their way is the only way to go. Let me compare abortion to alcohol. This is what the federal government wants to do. They want to put a law in place. See, there's no law in place. There's no real federal law in place about the drinking age being 21. Maybe there is now that all the states have have been bullied into it. But what used to be was states' rights. Now, if the national people, if the, if the Congress and the, the president and all those people in Washington want something to be a national law, this is what they will do. And all you have to do is look at some of the roads in Louisiana, and you will totally know what I'm talking about here. Louisiana was the last state to uh, make drinking age 21. 
They were 18 for I, re, I went there uh, on my 18th birthday, and I got hammered. I got hammered in Shreveport. It was legal. It was about a year or two later they upped it to 21 finally. And it took them forever. And what the federal government does is they, if you don't go along with their rules, they will withhold public funding from you. They have every right to do so. Now, that's a Gestapo tactic, if you will. But some states thought, hey, we're going to make more money if we allow younger people to drink. And then they realized, no, we can't, we, we can't compete with the federal government money. So the state of Louisiana raised their drinking age 21, and lo and behold, they got their money coming back. Thank you for sending that to me. I'll check it out. But that's what states' rights are. Now, now, are people worried that the federal government will withhold funding? They can't, but who are they going to withhold funding from? They're, they're going to withhold funding from states that don't allow abortions. So really, they're going to they're withhold funding from 24 states? I don't think so, Jim. The Senate can pass all the abortion bills they want. Ditto for the House, and it takes one appellate judge who puts a stop to it, and the thing gets tied up until duty do. It goes to Supreme Court, who will shoot it down, trying to make a constitutional amendment, which will never work. It's all bullshit posturing on the Senate Democratic part, and they fucking know it. Yes, once again, all this is. All this is, and yes, I know I keep talking about it, and the reason why I keep talking about it is I want to tell you people that all this is is talking points for the election in November. The worst thing that could happen, what is the absolute worst thing that could happen is that the state that you live in decides to outlaw abortions. That's the worst thing that could happen. country's not doing it. Hell, some states, California might fucking be, see uh, uh, more people starting to go there again. Fine by me, go there. See, this is what I think when, when, when people go, they're going to take abortions away from us. Do you know what they make me think of? They make me think of this girl. What do you think about Hitler? Um, I don't know who that is. Or what he does. I'm assuming that's some kind of rapper. A rapper. But, um, I'm, I'm assuming he's some kind of big rapper. You can tell it's like a rapping name. Y'all come up with all type of names. <laughs> but, whoever he is, um, I'm sure he's amazing, right? No, no, no. no. I like his name, to be honest. Hitler. I, I, the level of stupidity, it, it doesn't even affect me anymore. Uh, Ogre, I'm glad you brought that up because there's a great story that was really, I, I just got this morning about that, uh, about the appellate judge. Uh, and, and this is funny. California's under 21 ban or under 21 gun sale ban. So if you were like 18, 19, 20, you could not buy a gun in California. Well, that is until an appellate court judge 
said the banning of a sale of semi-automatic weapons to adults is, let's all say it together, it is unconstitutional. (laughs) And the judge is going to hold that up. That's awesome. So what they're saying in California, there's a bill in place that says a 19-year-old can't buy a, a gun? Huh? the fuck is wrong with you? Of course it's unconstitutional because you have a God-given right to own a gun. My God. The fuck is wrong with that state? We're just going to trounce the Constitution here and tell people they can no longer buy guns. There's no age restriction in the damn Constitution. But you see, you know why they did that? To test the waters. That's all this stuff is. They can go out there and they can try to ban people under the age of 21 to buy a gun. But once again, you become an adult at 18. You can make adult decisions at, once again, 18. Hatburger just sent me a question. Can I ask a question? Why do the mommy and daddies of this country allow their kids to be educated by the same system that did so well by your last rapper? I know, right? Yeah, for a long time, you probably couldn't buy a handgun under 18, but could buy a rifle or a shotgun, you know, because that makes sense. But you see, and Ogre, I know you get it. You totally get it. And and, and we can have philosophical and long talks about this. But here, here here's the narrative. California hates guns. They want to they want to do everything they can. Well, I shouldn't say California. The California leaders hate guns. I know plenty of Californians that do not hate guns. But the leaders of California hate guns, and they are going to do everything they can, especially with the people that are in office right now, to do whatever they can to get guns banned. It's okay. Because now you can buy them under the age of 21. If I was 18, I'd walk into a gun store today and go, give me my motherfucking gun. Give it to me. Mm-mm-mm. Now, we wonder, we wonder, we wonder about things. And then all you have to do is sit back and think to yourself and go, wow, you're stupid. You either say, wow, you're stupid, or, oh, I see what you're doing. I think it's a little bit of both in this. I think it's more, oh, I see what you're doing here in this story. About the first openly gay high school student, like, president at this high school. His name is Xander Mozik from Pine View School in Osprey, Florida. He came out and said, my principal is censoring me. I'm sorry. My principal is censoring me 
My human rights are too controversial for this school. Who said the queer community refuses to be dragged backwards in history. He is the youngest public plaintiff in the don't say gay lawsuit. So he wants to talk about the don't say gay in, in schools in Florida. Now, I, I, I want to point out that this young man is graduating from high school. The don't say gay thing, dumb fuck, was for grades kindergarten, first grade, and second grade. If I was the college that accepted you and saw this, I would be like, holy shit, this guy is in it for himself. I was called into my principal's office when he discovered my intention to hold a walkout against Don't Say Gay again. It has nothing to do with you. You're in high school. Once again, the activism. And once again, to answer that question, and, and I, get, I give Hot Stephanie all the credit in the world for stumping me a few weeks ago when we talked about this. And it was the next day that uh, someone said the answer on, I think it was V. Coop. Uh, when a kid asked, why does Johnny have two dads? That was a good question. I was like, oh, gosh. And then I was told the right answer. The teacher should say, well, you should go ask Johnny's parents that. Oh, I said, bravo. Bravo. Man, that Tommy drop of holy shit makes me laugh every single time. Holy shit! Every single time, huh? That's awesome. This is getting to be, I, I, I love it. This is why we don't allow 16-year-olds to vote. And it's real, real simple. It's because you're too stupid. No offense. I, you know what? That, that was mean. I apologize. Let me walk that back. Better word to use. You're fucking ignorant. Now, I could maybe not throw in fucking there, but I had to do something because I, I want them to feel this. You're fucking ignorant. Maybe this kid isn't ignorant. Maybe he's just doing this to get the word gay out there. Because the fact of the matter is they don't want to taught in kindergarten, first grade, or second grade, or third grade. And I ain't got no problem with that. And most of the parents don't have a problem with it. But they say, well, you, you, you don't have any rights as parents. No, stupid is a correct choice for 16-year-olds. They're fucking stupid. Okay. I mean, God damn it. Come on. I, I, I Don't say gay. I'm going to put that in my speech. Why? You're graduating from school, and it has nothing to do with you. Good morning, Alicia. How are you? Mm-mm-mm. And we all know that Disney has become probably the wokest company that there is, the the wokest 
employer there is? Get ready. Get ready because Disney, who owns? That's right, Marvel. Are you ready? Are you ready? I'm just going to read the headlines. I'm going to let you soak it in for a second. Marvel promotes executive who promised more trans characters in Disney superhero films. Which is fabulous, she says. Got to sleep in, see my family out the door. You are ignorant, and your mommy or your daddy or your shows your parental title has failed you. Your police education system has fa- failed you. I would venture to say that your parental unit is also too dumb to ask for a refund from the public education system. So, more trans characters in Disney superhero films. Now, I'm not trying to be anti-trans. I really, I, I, I really am not. And, and I know whatever I say will come across as anti-trans. This broad's going to get fired. What, what's her name? Victoria Smelly Twat? Victoria Alfonso. I was close. When, when she gets fired because nobody's going to those movies, because, you see, nobody can relate to those, those people, or when people are tired of seeing this being rammed down their throat... And they stop going to the movies when she's fired. I hope nobody gives her a dollar on whatever street corner she's working. <laughs> you could use it. I just got a text from a friend saying they could use them as the front lines. They'll be the first to die in all the Marvel movies. They're 1.5% of the population, if that. It's not even that high. No, look, look, look. I saw a national number released a month ago, and I'm going with it. I've always given the, the gay folks 10%. It's at 7 The percentage of Americans are that are gay, that, that are a part of the alphabet mafia, is 7.9%. 7.9% uh, of uh, 330 million people. So 10% would be 33 million. Right? Yeah, 330. So uh, about 24 million Americans are gay. 25, uh, I'll say 25 million Americans gay, trans, whatever. 25 million out of 330. If you had $3.30 in your pocket and you took a quarter out, guess what? You'd still have over three bucks. You wouldn't feel so fucking poor at that moment. (laughs) 
But now what we're doing is we're changing the lands, uh, the, 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 the whole way we do things. We're going to make movies for the smallest group of people to see. And by the way, when they do that, and they will, because they are, um, and box offices hit an all-time low, where do we think that they'll land on this and their wheel of excuses? Americans are bigots. Uh, Americans aren't smart enough to understand the trans movement. Sorry, I had to use that. This is what I don't understand. Let, let, let's throw a humongous budget at a transgender character, I don't know, from... I, I, I like 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 Finland or something like that. You know, because there are Finnish Americans here, and they'll they'll be able to relate to them. This is asinine. This is so dumb. How many superheroes are there? If there's 1.5%, maybe you get one sidekick as a tranny. It doesn't add up. Well, of course it doesn't add up because, once again, once again, see, I'm looking at this through a business eye. Oh, shit. Before I get to the business eye, I'm so sorry. It's T-shirt time? It is. What kind of T-shirt time? Holy shit. It's T-shirt time. Oh, it's a good one today. Time. This one it's could be one of my favorites. Everybody time. knows it's T-shirt time. So nice. T-shirt time. It's T-shirt time. Don't interrupt. Oh, my God. Shut up now. Hey, I'm just trying to let everybody know so they put their T-shirts on. Angelina, slap you right on the right on the forehead. Today is T-shirt by the way, I'm starting to see this as a trend. People wearing old school wrestling t-shirts. All these influencers and stuff. And I just want to point out who's the first motherfucker wearing old school wrestling t-shirts. You're got once again. You're goddamn right. Yeah, today's is an old school Steiner Brothers t-shirt. Their Michigan logo, them there. This shirt is awesome. I know that Tommy has probably seen this picture on social media, and he is pissed because I have out-T-shirted him today. Now, okay, got that out of the way. Sorry about that. Had to get that out of the way. I'm looking at this movie thing through a business standpoint, okay, because once again, it is show business, not show representation, <laughs> How come Marvel doesn't have an Irish hero, an Italian hero, Tongan hero, hero in crutches, hero with six fingers, conjoined twins, club foot? Ooh, maybe just because trans people are the it thing right now, pun intended. <laughs> okay, this is going to take a little bit of time to explain, but I've got all the time in the so Hollywood, 
ran by the left, by the extreme left, and very, very uh, gay-friendly. The entire industry, super gay-friendly. has been forever. And uh, the Jewish community has ran Hollywood for the last, I don't know, 100 years. The Jewish community has been overrun by the gay community when it comes to Hollywood. So now, because they've, quote, they feel like they've been underrepresented. They haven't been repped enough. Now, every movie will have a gay character in it. If not a trans character, something or other has to be in there. But it doesn't. That's the problem. That's the problem. You see, this all started back, and you're thinking to yourself, wait a second. Wait, hold on. How can they do this? Well, they're doing it. And I'm going to tell you when it all started. When they all started doing this is when the show Friends first initially really took off. Oh, I know. I'm going way back in time. When Friends took off, They were on the couch with that pig, Oprah Winfrey. And Oprah asked a simple question. And it wasn't a simple question. It was a bullshit question. She goes, I see you in New York. You're hanging out. You're you're drinking coffee. Uh, How come you ain't got no black friends? Well, because this is a story based on what the writers remember growing up. These, these were kind of like the writers have said this was kind of like their group of friends growing up and they wanted to write a show about it, right? Maybe they didn't hang out with a lot of black folks back then. There are black people in the scenes. I mean, it got to be such a point where they, they brought the, the black chick Charlie on just to quiet folks down. That's pretty pathetic. But that's what's happening now. Instead of making movies that are popular, that are, what, what, th- this is the big word you try to get, mass appeal. If you can get mass appeal, you're gold. Why is The Rock so popular? Why is The Rock the biggest actor in Hollywood? It has nothing, and I mean nothing to do with his acting skills. And I don't think he's a horrible actor at all. But The Rock touches so many boxes. Probably really does, literally. But he he clicks off. He's Samoan, part black. You got the wrestling fans that like him. Women think he's sexy. I imagine a lot of gay guys think he's sexy. He can entertain anybody. I still don't know why Ben, ben, what's his name, Benjamin Cumberbatch? I still don't know why that motherfucker's in Hollywood. He's ugly. U-G-L-Y, brother, you ain't got no alibi. You ugly. But, yes, this is what everybody's going to start doing. And I, I do this story to tell you, get ready. I've had a number of conversations with with people that are friends of mine or just acquaintances I know, and I've been asked this question about four times. It's a have-you-noticed question. 
Have you noticed how they're rubbing in diversity? And, and I shouldn't say rubbing in diversity. But have you noticed that commercials lately now, you never see two white parents together anymore, especially a man and a woman. If you see two white folks together, usually it's a gay relationship in the commercial. And they're okay with the, the, the white gays. Then we get in the, the, the mixed marriages, and I'm just sitting here going, okay, but you don't have to be politically correct to sell your product. All that shit is doing is pandering. We need a show about gay motorcycle gang called Sons of Anally. <laughs> I saw a funny video the other day. Um, this dude's like waiting at a, I don't know where he's waiting. It looks like a, outside somewhere, like a terminal or something. The dude has a full leather vest on with a big Sons of Anarchy patch on the back. He was smart enough not to wear a rocker. I, I or a bottom rocker at least. They had the top one on the Sons of Anarchy, and, and this was shot. There, there are a lot of bikers that are on TikTok, and this was shot from their perspective, and they were just laughing at the guy. The dude was a pretty stout fella, but I mean, he had the black jeans on, the motorcycle boots, he had the chain wallet, and a Sons of Anarchy patch. No. No. I love that show, too. But I ain't going to be rocking around a leather vest with the Sons of Anarchy rocker on top and logo crest in the back. Probably drives a Range Rover, dickhead. And by the way, it's just getting started. All of this shit is just getting started. This is why we need a revolution. And that I, I, I'll tell you what, this revolution, this revolution against movies is going to be awesome to watch. Because people love going to the movies, but they don't want to be they don't want to be talked down to in the movies. I mean, I already have to bite my tongue on, on Top Gun, Colin Maverick, which I am excited to see in a week and a half. But they took off the Taiwanese flag from his jacket, which he wore in the first one, because China was upset. We'll see. We'll see how it is. We'll, we'll, we'll see how many fucking turd bits they put in that movie. Can't wait to see the the co-pilot and the the pilot that are that are lovers. All I want to see is Admiral Iceman. That's fucking badass that he's been promoted. But yeah, but I'm going to see the Nolan Ryan thing first because Nolan Ryan's a true hero. Uh, all right. Oh, I mentioned this guy earlier. Get ready for this. Get ready for more problems with politics in Georgia. George Soros has pushed $1 million into Georgia to back Stacey Abrams' second attempt at the governor's office. After she got fucking beat like a rented mule in the first one, 
Stacey Abrams, who we haven't seen a flip flopper like her since John. Uh, oh, what? What? Oh, God. The guy who said he was in Vietnam. Uh, oh, 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 God. Why can't I think of his name? Massachusetts Senator John McCain. Not John McCain. John McCain was a Republican from Arizona. Who's the asshole from, from that ran for president but lied about Vietnam? Our M- John Kerry, that's it. John Kerry. Yeah, John Kerry said he was in Vietnam. Good old John Kerry. We haven't seen a flip-flopper like 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 her him since or Stacey Abrams. Stacey Abrams came out last week and said, "Oh, I'm a major proponent of abortion." Really? There's southern, you know, your 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 Jesus talk and all this shit before. Really? You're a proponent of abortion. He lied about not doing anything bad on swift boats. That's what it was. How is Val Kilmer going to be in if he can barely talk? I just need to see the picture of Admiral, what's his name, Uh, Kazansky. That's all I need to see. Still got the spiky haircut. That's badass. That's enough. Boom. So now Stacey Abrams has more money. And I love that George Soros gave her a million dollars. George Soros is worth about a trillion damn dollars. Here you go, Stacey. Here's a million dollars for your campaign. So you might need some more, George. You might, yeah. By the way, if you don't know who George Soros is, let me, let me, let me, let me yeah, pull up a stool. I'll tell you about George Soros. George Soros could be the devil. That's right. I said it. He could be the actual devil incarnate. The man at the ripe old age of 11 was turning in his fellow Jews to Nazis in Germany for money after his daddy changed their last name to Soros, which means soars like an eagle. And that's how he started making money, and he's been doing that ever since. He's the one who funds groups like Antifa, All these buses and all these things that, that, that they ride around on or Black Lives Matter, George Soros money. I'm sure she'd take a million dollars in Happy Meals. Yeah, I, I'm sure Stacey Abrams was sure happy she wasn't aborted. Zach texted he texted a Arnie, good morning to you. I uh, can't buy tobacco till 21, but want to make the voting age 16 in California. Yeah, it's stupid. Can't wait for the new Marvel movie, Detachable Penis Man. <laughs> he throws his penis at people and it explodes. By the way, oh, 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 we, we do have some breaking news. Ladies and gentlemen, yeah. can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an yeah. urgent and horrifying news story. And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. I didn't want to wait until after Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy to do this with all the entertainment stuff. They came out today. Uh, it's being mentioned today by Ashley Judd, who has just completely let herself go. Do you remember when Ashley Judd was halfway uh, attractive? 
Not no more. She's had some bad work done. Well, she said that her mama, Naomi, who they lost a couple weeks ago to mental illness, and then the next day said, well, it was suicide. Well, yeah, duh, we know that. If you had shoot herself in the pole, you would be the winner on how she did it. I, I, I think I said pills. But it was a gun. Self-inflicted gunshot wound that killed her. There you go. Sad story. Very, very sad. Now I don't get to see the judge. One for my bucket list now. <laughs> oh, this this next story is so delicious. Oh, Mr. Anthony Fauci, you got some splaining to do. You, along with some other big wigs at the National Institute of Health, reaped more than $350 million in secretive royalty payments from drug companies and other third parties over a 10-year period, according to a new report from a watchdog organization, theopenbooks.com. The royalty payments, including at least 23 to Fauci, were paid out between 2010 and 2020. Government scientists got the payment for being credited as co-inventors of various treatments and pharmaceutical products, according to the report. So if they were to see these pharmaceutical products, I don't know, something like a vaccine that the government spends billions upon billions on, and now we have to find out that Dr. Anthony Fauci or Mr. Anthony Fauci's name is written on this as a contributor to where he's going to be getting money. I I don't know about you, but I just have to say... Surprise, surprise, surprise. I can't believe it. I can't believe that Mr. Anthony Fauci would do something like that. He sounds like such a stand-up guy. I'm sorry, can you, do you need me to wipe the sarcasm off your forehead? Was I spitting it a little bit too much? He's getting kickbacks for drugs that he helped do. No, come on. Are you are you saying that Dr. Mr. Anthony Fauci is not trustworthy? Now, let me just say, if you think that Mr. Anthony Fauci is not trustworthy, boy, you might be legally retarded. Good God. Holy fuck! I, you, you know what? Let let we're stopping the show right now. We're stop. We're stopping national news. We're gonna talk about this bullshit now. I am so sick and tired of uh, this. This has got me really upset. Today, the pre-sale tickets. 
for George Strait in Fort Worth went on sale. Not the MasterCard. The MasterCard people bought them all last week. Today was, was, was pre-sale. If you used a Justin Boot code. This ain't no fucking pre-sale. This is bullshit. Section floor floor seats in the back. The back of floors. $586. I I will say this right now. I'm just going to tell you right now. I guarantee. That is not the fucking, that is not the, the, the face value of that ticket. I, I, I am so sick of this. You, you know when artists get all pissed off about downloads and shit like this? Why aren't artists making more of a fucking attempt to talk about this? Do you think artists are getting any of this markup money that these third these these third tier ticket companies third party ticket companies are giving I'd like to know how much a floor seat actually was is it 100 bucks I I'd spend 100 dollars for floor seats at George Strait but you're going to mark them up 6 times how much of that money does George Strait get I am so sick and tired of this bullshit I, I, I might have gone to my last concert. My, well, I can't do that. My last concert cannot be back New Kids on the Block. No, that will not be my last concert. I am so sick and tired of this bullshit. Man, there are artists I want to see. They put the, sale, the tickets on sale, it, it, but, but all the ticket companies know when they go on sale, and they got their back doors in there. This is fucking horse shit. I'm so sick of this bullshit. Fuck you, third-party ticket places. Stephanie says, Luke Combs pre-sale tickets, $85. He assured his ticket prices for pre-sale and members were accurate. Good. By the way, hey, hey, Steph, who's touring with him? If you get to see a, if if Morgan Wade is opening for him, you got to check her out. She's awesome. But yeah, Luke Combs, eighty-five bucks. And, and and look, I hate Garth Brooks. I don't like Garth Brooks at all. I'm not. Garth Brooks, all his tickets at Cowboy Stadium when when they went on sale were ninety-eight dollars. Ninety-eight dollars. I have already seen tickets in the fourth in the fourth tier. Way, way up high at, at Cowboy Stadium. $300. Well, does, does Garth get that extra $110? Mm-mm. Cowboy's girl, nope. Uh-uh. Uh-uh, I ain't buying that shit either. Kid Rock is cool about his ticket sales. No, he's not. I'll tell you why he's not. Kid Rock charged about $300 a fucking ticket for general admission at Billy Bob's. $300 to see Kid Rock. I like Kid Rock. Don't get me wrong. I ain't going to spend $300 on a fucking ticket to see Kid Rock. I 
I call BS on Garth. Yeah. Uh, now wait, wait. Before you get going on that, uh, let me give credit to Garth Brooks for coming out and putting all of his, doing the right thing. Now the ultimate right thing is not accepting tickets from a third party resale. Then the artist can then charge more. I'm so tired of this. I love going to see live music. But man, oh man, it's just not worth it to me anymore. It, it really is. I mean, I, 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 I'm terrified to see how much Sturgill Simpson's going to be. Terrified. Because I really want to see him in concert. Last two concerts I went to Kid Rock were 20 bucks. Exactly. I and, and may you know what Kid Rock would have to be the one that starts the no I, but I know that there are artists that do it already I th- I think Taylor Swift is one of those artists and if she is I have a newfound respect for her. she doesn't expect it because this is this is horse shit man these artists I, I look look if you want to charge that much then that money should go to the artist it shouldn't go to the CEO of StubHub. Shouldn't go to all these bullshit people. No. I've always had an issue with service fees. Service to me, the service fees to me are just ridiculous, especially when they're more expensive than the fucking ticket. All right, I, I, I'm off my high horse for a second here. Mm-mm-mm. Oh, that just pisses me the fuck off right there. By the way, the view, the the wonderful gals from the view. I have tickets to see Chris Stapleton in June, paid $75 for a ticket. You sitting in the grass? Um The View decided to come out yesterday and give all the credit into the world to Obama for Trump's soaring economy. And says the GOP destroys economics despite Biden will. This is this is the Republicans' fault, and it's Donald Trump's fault that our economy is so bad, even though they have nothing to do with it for the last two and a half years. Thought the buck stopped with the president. Just keep passing that on down the line, huh? I mean, especially when you get stupid idiots like this talking. There are three. Oh, this guy. No, I'm sorry. I don't know him. I, I shouldn't call him a stupid idiot. He's just doing an ad, and I don't want to see his ad. It really is these pocketbook issues. I grew up in a family where, you know, grocery prices rising 10 to 8%. That would mean we're putting something back but, on the shelf. But, yeah, but, yeah. But, but, no, we, we all did. Do, we the, all do come people from out there yeah. really believe that the Republicans are going to make it all better? I mean, that is a pipe dream. So we did every time a Republic, every time, an, a, <laughs> as she pointed out, a Democrat's in office, the deficit goes down, the economy flourishes, and then a Republican comes in and destroys it all. Well, and then the next Democrat. The economy was flourishing under Obama. Really, can 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 you source that for me, there, Joy? You stupid twat waffle. I do believe gas prices were like four dollars and twenty five cents when when Mr. Obama was in office, 
And then when Mr. Trump came in and was in office, those prices went down. And the economy went up. And jobs went up. But that was all because of President Obama. Okay. Okay. All right. I I just wanted to make sure I got that. (laughs) If if you watch, let let me just say this right now. This is for all the people that are listening illegally, listening in cubicles they shouldn't be listening in. Because I know the ass family doesn't do this. If you watch The View for your political news, you are dumber than a box of rocks. I, I, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I just have to tell you that. You are, you are truly stupid. I do not remember the great Obama economic plan, Zach. I just know that he was terrible. Nice that the view engages in Twitter economics. Uh, yeah, it's in the grass. I've had seats at that venue before, and they suck. It's way more fun on the grass to dance and smoke a little Joe. I get you. I get you. But, I mean, let, let me just say this right now. $75 for lawn seats is a fucking bullshit price, too. Lawn seats should be $25. Um, Joy lives in La La Land. She's an idiot. That, that Joy, Joy Behar is the dumbest person to ever fucking strap it up on TV. Uh, Jesus Christ, they literally say anything, and the sheep take, oh, oh, absolutely, everybody that watches the view, oh my God, Whoopi, you're so right, Joy, you're so right, Joy cut off that girl, I guess there was a guest on there, Joy cut her off three times there, three times, you don't cut your guests off, that's broadcasting one oh fucking one. I work for a living, don't have time to watch bullshit daytime TV. Well, I work for a living, too, but I make time for it because I love TV. No, I'm kidding. Uh, Let's see. Uh, Of course, they left out how the Republicans held Bill Clinton's feet to the fire about fixing the economy. Look, 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 look. This is just. This is just party politics right now. I, I, I report the stories to show you what I have to see, mainly. But th- this is stupid. Come on. To, to say that Donald Trump didn't do anything for the economy in America and it's all Joe Biden and everything that's happening now is Donald Trump's fault? Fuck. 2024? Man, I can't wait to see all the shit we get to buy, blame Biden for. Oh, I cannot wait. If another planet hits us in, like, 2025, let's say it just dings us a little bit, might just, like, you know, rub out Antarctica or something, I'm blaming Joe Biden. It's Joe Biden's fault. God damn it. By the way, why is this not Joe Biden's fault? Why is this not Joe Biden's fault? Drug overdose deaths rise nearly 15%. In Biden's first year, and it's going up even more. The growth of fentanyl crossing the border at Mexico skyrocketed. Where is fentanyl made? China. By the way, all uh, let me just say it right now. Every fentanyl death in America today can be traced back to Joe Biden. 
I, I'm just telling you. Drug overdoses went up because of racism or misogyny. Take your pick. I blame Trump for having the Space Force up and running to take out that planet. For not taking out that Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. It'll be Trump's fault. It's always Trump's fault. Or you, you can go back and blame W. Or you go back and blame W's daddy, and then you got then you got Ronald Reagan years to blame. But notice how I've left out all the Democrats. You know, the one Democrat who lied to Congress about getting a blowjob in office. And when you lie to Congress, you, you should be arrested by the FBI, but Bill Clinton, of course, wasn't. Lying to Congress is a felony. He got away with it. Then you got Barack, who did whatever the fuck he wanted, and everybody just fucking lapped on his balls. Oh, yeah, Barack. (laughs) By the way, if you think Barack Obama was a good president, you better wake the fuck up. I'll say this about Barack Obama. Barack Obama was a great president dividing this country. I will say that much. Is Hunter Biden the drug king of fentanyl? Probably. It's that damn Chester Arthur's fault. He's a dead white guy. He can't defend himself, so I blame him. (laughs) Yeah, Joe Biden not getting any of the blame there. And by the way, the reason why I blame Joe Biden is due to his immigration czar, you know, that stupid bitch. I, I'll say, I, I'm not afraid of saying it. That dumb fucking twat. It is time for us to do what we have been doing, and that time is every day. Every day it is time for us to agree blah, that blah, blah. there are things and tools that are available to <laughs> us to slow this thing down. Elections matter. And when folks vote, they order what they want. The and in this pops. case, they got what they asked for. Shut up. So much fentanyl has crossed our border in the last year and a half. Hell, people are going to die from that drug and don't even take fentanyl. It's just going to be in the air. Manufactured in China, brought up through Mexico. No problem there. What a dipshit. I always thought as a president, Obama had such a great jump shot. He didn't have a bad jumper. He couldn't play golf worth a fuck, but hey. All right. Last story here in the first segment, because I got to... Do they have... Oh, we, we finally have the audio of this. Okay, wait, 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 wait. We got to play this. This is from the, uh, the... I'm going to shut up. Amazon Island. Oh, my God. 911. Oh, my Hello? Airbags are going on. By the way, by the way, this is the the car ride 
between uh, the the Vicky chick, what's her name, Vicky White, and or or Vicky White and Casey White. This is their their final moments alive. Well, I'll just have to read what it says. <laughs> They're not talking a lot. She says at one point in there, you had to stay it in some fucking motel. <laughs> On the run, prison guard Vicky White can be heard blaming escape lover Casey White for choosing a Motel 6 in Indiana where they were caught. I want to hear that. Let, let, let's see if it keeps going. You can hear the sirens. She's got a gun in her hand. All right, nothing's there. Uh, in the 911 audio, the officer can be heard voicing concerns. He observes that Vicky has a gun in her right hand, uh, and she has her hand on the trigger. Yeah, she blew her fucking head off. Jesus. Jesus. Oh, because you had to stay at a fucking hotel. Uh, don't forget how stylish Barack looked in mom jeans trying to pathetically throw a baseball to home plate. Hey, at least at least he looked like he knew how to throw a ball, unlike Mr. Anthony Fauci. Good God. All right, phone number 775-357-FANS. That is 3267. ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com is the website where are the email address that you can write if you want to do listener mail or just talk or whatever. Or you can always just write me on the Mixler page. So today's music, I've done this. I, I, I do artist and then double shot or uh, duet with another artist and then play the other artist. So the first one's going to be fun. Some have said, down through history, if you last, it's a mystery. But I guess they don't know what they're talking about. From the mountains down to the sea, you've become such a habit with me. America, America. Well, I come from down round Tennessee, but the people in California are nice to me. America, it don't matter where I may roam, tell you people that it's home, sweet home. America, America. My brothers are all black and white, yellow too, and the red. 
Cowboys ain't easy to love and they're harder to hold They'd rather give you a song than diamonds or gold Long star belt buckles and old faded Levi's And each night begins a new day If you don't understand him, he don't die young He'll probably just ride away Mamas, don't let your babies grow up to be cowboys Don't let them pick guitars or drive them old trucks Let them be doctors and lawyers and such Mamas, don't let your babies grow up to be cowboys Cause they never stay home and they're always alone someone they love Cowboys like smoky old pool rooms and clear mountain mornings Little warm puppies and children and girls of the night Them that don't know him won't like him and them that do sometimes won't know how to take him He ain't wrong, he's 
just different But his pride won't let him do things To make you think he's right
I need to get a theme song for him. Hello. Lake Tahoe, Joe Murphy, how are you? I am doing great. Joe, I got a question for you right off the bat, right? And this wasn't even in the notes I sent you. We got to come up with a theme song for you. Is there a theme song that you'd like to use? Well, a lot of people, a lot of people associate me with Eye of the Tiger. Eye of the Tiger. Okay, so, okay, hold on, hold on a second here. I I think we might have uh, something like that. Hold on. Let's see. Uh, uh, Oh, I don't, well, well, I don't have it in there, but I do have it. You, You know, this is what I was thinking for you, Joe. Okay. This one, I, 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 I think more of a, I, I think, yeah, something like, like that, something like I that, like maybe, it. maybe, maybe something like, uh, huh, huh? What do you think about that? Okay, I, not a big Star Wars guy, but okay. I like it. Okay, how about this one? Superman? Superman's good. Okay, okay. Here's the one that you mentioned. Yeah, see, I, I, I'm thinking this one. I, <laughs> Rising I, up. Yeah, I mean, this, this is all about you. I'm back on the streets again. Yeah, you are. Now, this, we. what about this one, Joe? Wait, it's got to start playing. Well, Marvin yeah, Gaye know, to bring you out? Th- well, no, it's either that or some Barry White, you know, because I do, you know. <laughs> so, wait, 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 wait. Who did you say there, Barry White? Yeah, you know, I have a sex machine. Yeah, well, we all know that. I mean, I would, oh. This is it, I've Joe. Heard people say that. Some people say. Too much of anything is not good for you, baby. Oh, yeah. But, I'm like yeah. this. I don't know about that. I might have to edit this. Yeah. Here we go. We'll, we'll, this is where we'll start it, right, right around here. Seem to me like it's enough. Right, here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, the one, the only, Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy. Oh, I like, I like that. It. Oh, I like oh, that I like a lot. Yeah. I like that I mean, a lot. You got the consensus right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's some good you know, shit, I, my friend. I got a lot of ladies listening, and, <laughs> you know, this is really going to get them in the mood. Uh, it, it will. It will. I'll be your wingman, Joe. I, I, I promise <laughs> you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm a morning lover. And I, know. <laughs> I don't ever want to hear you say the word you are any sort of lover ever again. Okay. All right. All uh, right. Uh, the NFL has released their upcoming regular schedule. Anything that's got you that you saw that you're like, oh, I can't wait to see it. No. <laughs> I know, right? They're trying to ram this. No. no they're, I, they're trying to know, ram this Cowboys schedule, game. I mean. It's the NFL schedule. The Steelers are going to play the Browns twice. They're going to play the Ravens twice. They're going to play the Bengals twice. You know, so I, I don't, uh, you know, uh, I don't get excited. It's just, it's going to be the same thing. I'm going to be rooting for my team. Now, you know, other than that, uh, you know, I mean, Tom, Tom Brady's a Buccaneer. Uh, 
I don't know what the, else to the say. Cow, the Cowboys are going to disappoint me like always. The Cowboys uh, are going to leave you crying with like your like your ice cream scoop fell off your cone. <laughs> exactly, exactly. But the the NFL last yesterday they released the schedules and they they put two ki- iconic franchises face off in Week Ten this season: the Cowboys and Packers. We play the Packers pretty much every fucking year. Yeah, usually, yeah, and we, yeah. I mean, and we get to see both on Thanksgiving. I yeah, mean, I mean, it really. I mean, <laughs> I, I, I love the, and, and this is all for those. It, you've described them perfectly. They, yeah, football, football, football. This, yeah. that's that's who this is for. I mean, I know, the, I, I know, two iconic franchises. But oh, you know what? The Bears play the Packers two this year. I mean, yeah. I mean, the Steelers aren't an iconic franchise. I know. Uh, the it's, Niners, not an iconic franchise. <laughs> it's just got, yeah, we're going to, it's going to take about eight weeks to see who's, who's put it together, who's got their shit together. You know, about week eight, we start seeing who's to play and who's probably going to make the playoffs. Other than that, unless there's like a new team from New Mexico or something, <laughs> I don't care. Oh, I like what I'm seeing here, though. When it comes to strength of schedule, do you know which team has the hardest schedule this year? How about them Cowboys? No, no, it's the Rams. Well, they should. The Rams have their opponents' uh, uh, winning percentages point five six seven. Yeah, if you win the Super Bowl, you should have to. Uh, you should have to uh, have the toughest schedule. Who do you think has the easiest schedule? The Jags. All I gotta say is it, Joe. Just, just, just listen up. How about them, Cowboys? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah now, baby. Now, yeah, now baby. Now if they disappoint, it'll be extra disappointing. <laughs> <laughs> it'd be the New Mexico meth pushers or dumb fucks or dirt fuckers, as Ogre, who lives in New Mexico, called them. <laughs> oh, yeah. The Steelers are right in the middle. They're at, uh, let's see. Uh, actually, they're t- they're tied for twelfth at five twelve. The the Cowboys opponents get uh, winning percentages at forty six percent. So let me ask you this: How much does the opponents' winning schedule of their percentage win vary from top to bottom? The top one and the bottom one. Uh, okay, so the top one, it's about a, a, a about point one percent. So. The Rams' opponents were .567, and the Cowboys' opponents are .462. Okay, so. I mean, it's, yeah. it's a decent amount in between It the is two. a decent amount. It is a decent amount, yeah, yeah. But, but I there's mean. Not much you can do. There's not much you can do because, of course, you've got to play your division and right? your, your conference. So, I mean, that's, you know. And see, I think that's what, and, and all four, like, like I'm looking at the bottom rung right here. The last four teams, uh, the, honestly, the Giants, Eagles, Commanders, the Redskins. I'm at, I'm yeah. not going to be used to saying Commanders at all. I know. Uh, it's like the, the Guardians in baseball. Give me yeah. A break. The Giants, Eagles, Commanders, and Cowboys have the easiest schedule due to the fact that it was the worst division in football last year. Right. And, and remember, the NFC always played with one last testicle than the AFC. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, fuck off, Joe. That's not okay. funny. Uh, oh. All right. Uh, did you see that that 
Man, I thought, I honestly thought this was the job for Joe Murphy. I really thought you were going to get this one. I'm not kidding. Tom Brady has announced that he will be joining Fox Sports as lead analyst once his playing career is over. I thought you were going to get that job. Pass me over. That's ridiculous. I'm going to have to call, what's his name? Let's see. Oh, no, Les Moonves. He's with CBS. I'll have to call Rupert. Son of a bitch. I know, right? How wait, wait, how great is that though? That Tom Grady gets the lead booth and he's not even retired yet. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. He's gonna be so right now. Oh yeah, because Troy uh, moved, didn't he? Yeah, Troy's on ESPN now. Yeah. Well, that's gonna do the real sports anyway. Be proud of yourself, Troy. <laughs> like yeah. and, and Joe Buck went with him. I don't know who Fox's lead team is now. Like That's I'm usually, it's got to be what, what it's got to be Derek Johnson or, or Moose Johnson, and what Dick Emberg or somebody yeah, like that. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, I can't remember his day. Right? Yeah, because you've got over on CBS, you got the man, the oh, golfing legend. Jesus, uh, Jim Nance. He's you got Jim Nance, and he's stuck in a booth with that shitbag Tony Romo. Oh. That guy can't complete a pass, let alone fucking complete <laughs> Oh, he can complete a pass to the other fucking team. <laughs> I'm called an interception. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm surprised, honestly, that, that Tony Romo doesn't mention Fox and ESPN more while he's on CBS. Yeah, try to get a gig. Jesus. So, yeah, Tom yeah, Brady's exactly. going to be the lead. I mean, and... He's going to get so much money to do that. Oh, my no, God. Dude. Yeah. I, it always, like, it, but it, it's weird, though, because I always thought Peyton would be great in the booth. I think he would be, too. Peyton would be great. I, I think, too, Peyton's like a natural, uh, he, he, he's a natural. He does the commercials. He did that show called uh, Peyton's Places. And, Which was awesome. And, uh, yeah, which was great. I and mean, he's really good at it. I don't know why he doesn't do that. You know, he, he just and he just appeals to people. You know, I had this friend of mine that he lives in Sacramento now. He's a friend of mine. He went to Wooster High School. He's done very, very well with the Native American community. But one thing I had a problem with, he, started, he whines about a lot of stuff. He's a liberal. And uh, one of the things he talked about was about what a whiny, uh, weak uh, complainer that... Uh, that uh, Peyton Manning was during his career. And I thought, what? I didn't ever, do you see that out of Peyton Manning? Or do you see a tough kid when he played? Oh, I I, I never saw that out of Peyton. I, I saw it yeah. out of Eli. I saw it out of Eli bit, yeah. a lot. But, but Peyton, yeah. look, Peyton tried to game the referees as much as he could, as much as any quarterback has. I, I, right. I, I'm not going to take any way from anything. I, I've always liked Peyton Manning, even though he went to Tennessee. I've always liked and respected Peyton Manning. Yeah, me too. Me too. Me too. I mean, I'm like LeBron and, and Michael Jordan didn't get a couple calls their way. Come on. Yeah. But but see, I think, I think Peyton's going the route of ownership. I think he's going the Jordan route. He wants to be yeah. an owner. And, and I can't blame him for that. That's where the real money is. Yeah, but I think Magic's trying to buy the Dodgers. No, Magic already owns the Dodgers. Magic's trying to buy the, the Broncos. Oh, the Broncos. That's right. That's yeah. right. The Broncos. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've been watching these two different things on the Lakers. There's this thing that's been on HBO called Winning Time with John C. Riley. 
It, it was fantastic, fantastic series. And then uh, Apple TV's got the actual documentary on Magic Johnson when he first came up. It's fantastic. And I've always – Magic Johnson's one of those guys you just kind of have to like, right? Yeah. I mean, I mean, well, like, I, it, 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 if Larry Bird loves him, I love him. Yeah, I mean, Larry Bird was a guy that not many people liked, and Magic thought he was great, and and I love Magic. Magic was, I don't care they played for the Lakers. Magic was awesome. Yeah, he was. He was. He's one of the best to ever play. And and if you ever watch, if you ever watch the Magic Bird documentary, mm-hmm. it's great how oh. they became class. And the first guy that called. When Magic got HIV, it was Larry Bird. Yep. He wasn't. Uh, the first thing Isaiah that Thompson did was start saying, "Oh, you, how do you get AIDS? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know how you get AIDS. It's not from having sex with women." You know, he starts spouting that stuff off. You know, like really about it. Mm-hmm. You know, and and guys like Larry Bird are right there. You know, and that was the one night Larry Bird didn't feel like playing basketball. <laughs> Ogre says Johnson was overrated. It was all AC Green. <laughs> AC Green. It was AC Green later in the career, and it was Michael Cooper early on. Oh yeah, he watches a lot of NBA. Don't forget Rambus. Oh oh God, Kurt Rambus was the truth with those horn rim glasses on the court. Gotta love that. Yeah, that was the greatest. That was the greatest. Would you, you know, Cooper Worthy and Worthy with the jam? Oh God, James Worthy. I mean, you look back at those times. That's when basketball was amazing because the whole league was like that. You still had Dr. J in the league, George Gervin down in San Antonio. Yep, and that's the only time that that Brian Brian Gumbel ever had three words came out of his mouth and meant anything or was worth a fuck was what he said, was what he said that people, people blame, uh, people give credit to Michael Jordan for saving the NBA. Fuck that. Magic and Bird saved the NBA. They did. The only thing Brian Gumbel ever said it was worth a shit. And 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 here's the thing: if you look at it, he's at a, you're 100 percent correct. It was Bird and Magic that saved the NBA. It was it was Michael that took them to the next level. Level, right? But right. it was Bird and Magic that saved the NBA because watching these documentaries, the NBA was about to fold when they drafted Magic. Like the the yeah. NBA was it dying. Was the, it was it was the it was the same year that Bird got it was. It was it was it was the it was the black versus white, and we know we hate to say it, but that's exactly what it was. It was, and and we all loved it. And and you look at Larry Bird. I Larry Bird doesn't get the credit nationally, national media wise, that he deserves, and it's because he's white. If you well, look at his stats compared to LeBron's at like age thirty, Larry Bird was blowing him away, and yet people were saying that LeBron is better than Larry. Watch if you get a chance, go to the YouTube. Watch this. I love Larry Bird. Watch some of these. Some of these guys with these YouTube channels, and they've never even seen Larry Bird before, and they watch him, and they're blown away by his passing. You know, he's he's no look. He's three steps ahead of everybody else on the court. You know, he's like three steps ahead. He's just thinking. He's so good, and and, and these guys are blown away when they show his video. They're like, wow. I didn't think he could pass like that or 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 shoot like that. And Larry Bird would tell he would tell people, "I'm going to push you away. I'm going to go to the corner and I'm going to shoot yeah. in your face." Yeah. Oh yeah, he, he was would. Like one of the biggest trash talkers of all time. And, and he backed, backed it up. up. Oh, that's the best thing. Like I saw this thing on Bird about him, and Kevin McHale was like, "You look at his box score. 
He only took like 10 shots a game, yet he's scoring 35 points. And it's yeah. like, yeah, because he didn't fucking miss. That's yeah, why. He, he, he's not be- like Allen Iverson who throws up 70 shots a game and makes 10. Yeah. I mean, he, and, he's Larry Bird. And watch watch when he wins three three-point contests in a row at the All-Star game. He, he already comes in and tell him, tells him, you're already playing for second. Yeah. He tells oh, yeah. everybody, you're already... And then he's like 30 points behind for the last two balls. Boom, 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 boom. Money ball. Winner, winner. And he wears his warm-up jacket during it. I know. He's the only guy wearing his warm-up jacket. Well, he's naked under the rest of it. He's completely (laughs) nude. Okay. Because that's what you want to think about. You want to think about Larry Bird being completely nude. Somebody had his child, for God's sake. Oh, dear God. (laughs) Um, sorry, I had to let the dog into the studio because now it's um, banging on the door. That, um, what, what's that dog's name? Uh, it's Bubba. Bubba, okay. Bubba, the 180-pound French Mastiff. Okay. The big pussy. That is Bubba. Uh, all right. Have you seen this latest story that the NBA is in a little bit of trouble? No. What's going on? Okay, so you know how the NBA got called out by certain people about doing business with China? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it looks like the NBA is going to host some games over in the uh, AEU or EAU or wherever. The the, The United Arab Emirates? Yes. Yes, they're going to be going to Abu Dhabi. And playing in the Middle East. By the way, uh, did you know that if you are gay or transgender in the Middle East, they can kill you? There are currently seven countries in the world. There are currently like 37 countries in the world where it's illegal to be gay. There are like seven where it's a death penalty. Yeah, and and, and they happen to be playing games and doing business in one of those (laughs) countries. Now, how do you explain that one? I don't know. I mean, that, that money, money, obviously. Um, but, 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 you know, I, I mean, I heard Snoop Dogg a few weeks ago saying that he's not racist because he has a white grandson now. You know, a lot of these players might have somebody in their family that is gay. Oh, I know they do. And now they're going to be having to play in a country where maybe their brother is their manager and their brother can't go with him to the game because he's gay and he doesn't want to get yeah. killed. Right, right. And stand up for something. It's like, you know, you act like, you know, you. I mean, uh, uh, um, who is, uh, who's married to Gabrielle Union, the, the, the Miami Heat player? Of? Oh, Dwayne Wade. Yeah, it's Dwayne Wade. His son's a chick or his daughter's a guy. I forget which. Uh, he's, a, he's a huge transgender, uh, you know. Did I, did I mention that I came out of the closet? No. I am, I, no, I am econo-gender. Uh, a what? Econogender. Econogender. Okay. Yes, yes. My 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 emotional attraction is based on how much money you have. Okay, fantastic. <laughs> so you're a gold digger. That's pretty much what you're saying. <laughs> I, I don't care what you are. If you got money, I like you. Okay. Well, let, right. let let's talk about this just real quick. This game in Abu Dhabi. I, I don't know who's playing there. I, uh, the Bucks and Hawks. Okay. I imagine the Lakers would be rubbed off because Irvin Magic Johnson, who's part owner of the Lakers, too, along with the Dodgers, um, 
his son is very, very gay. Very, very flamboyantly gay. Magic? Yes, or the, the one that he had with Cookie. EJ. Yeah. Uh, the third. Irvin the third. He's super gay. Influencer. Like, maybe cross-dresses. I, I don't know if he cross-dresses or if that's just what he wants to wear. Whatever. I don't know. But I would imagine Magic Johnson might have something to say about this thing in Abu yeah, Dhabi. About, yeah, but yeah, you would think that they would come along and they would say, you know, hey, you know, this isn't right. I mean, you know, first we first we decided not to play in a country where if you say something, you disappear. Right. And now we're going to play in a country where if you like to, you know, if you like the same sex, yeah, uh, you you that's that's uh, you're up to. I mean, you can be killed. You can be murdered. So. Yeah, that's kind of you know. I, I but how how do they justify that, uh, Arnie? Oh, they, they, how it's do they easy. justify that? It's easy. They justify it by money. Right. That, that's it. Ogre just put what a sports organization looking the other way for convenience and tons of money. Who's got more money than the people in Abu Dhabi? They drive around in solid gold Mercedes there. Yeah, yeah, and if they run out of gas or it breaks down, they just leave it on the side of the road and go get another one. Yeah, or there's gas stations on every fucking street corner there. And they're yeah. all run by Americans. It's fucking weird. <laughs> yeah, that, that is the one place that is so rich. That, I mean, but you know, but, but everybody can be rich because everybody knows that the richest man in the world. I'm sure they think it's Elon Musk, but no, it's really Vladimir Putin. He just oh, owns, yeah. he, he owns everything he wants. He just doesn't, he doesn't tell everybody until he needs it. Yeah, but, I, yeah. I, 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 it's either him or some of these shakes or sheiks. I yeah. look, look. I have an honest question here, and Joe, maybe you know this. What is the difference between a sheik and a shake? Okay, a sheik is uh, a prince, I believe. Okay. And, uh, okay, a shake is what you get at Scoopers. Okay. It's chocolate, <laughs> vanilla. I thought you really. I thought you really had the answer for me, you dick. Because oh, they call them sheiks, oh. and they call them sometimes shakes. Shake. I know, shake, Abu Dhabi, whatever. Yeah, I don't know. I'll have to Google that one. Yeah, yeah. That, 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 I think that one might be worth a Google a little bit later. <laughs> but, yes, they're going to be playing the games in Abu Dhabi. Fantastic. Great job, NBA. Well, man, you, heard, oh, man. you heard about they're trying to take over. What about the Saudi Arabian uh, Golf League and everything? I mean, oh, yeah, oh. Oh, the Saudi Arabian Golf League has already fucking pissed off the PGA so much. And Phil Mickelson's going over there to make money. Well, he's got to. He just lost $40 million gambling this year. Yeah. Yeah. And nobody likes him, so maybe they'll like you over there, Phil. Yeah. I know. I know. Michael J. Fox is not from the Middle East. (laughs) It's probably just pronunciation. Okay. The, The Sheik and Shake. Dubai has. I eight. believe it is too. I believe that's what it is too. Okay, I, I didn't know. I didn't know. I it, because well, let, let, let's let's get one thing clear. I ain't ever gonna have to worry about it because I ain't ever going over there. All these people well, say, no, you know, they're very, hey, they're very friendly to Americans. I mean, you go to you go to the United Arab Emirates or even Saudi Arabia, they're very welcoming to Americans. Now, now, you know, Yemen or Pakistan, I would go ahead. I mean, or Afghanistan, I would stick out of, but. But uh, those other places, you know, they're very yeah, welcome to America. Yeah, but, yeah let, but, let me yeah. just say this, Joe. Come on. Joe, this is me and you talking here. You and I could fuck up over there. I mean, we would be a couple of big sore thumbs sitting out in Abu oh, Dhabi. Yeah, if, you and I, yeah. if you and I were, let's say, to take a buddy trip, this would be a great movie. 
Joe and Arnie go to the AEU or EAU or whatever it's called, United Arab Emirates, UAE. Okay. Joe and Arnie go to the UAE. We are arrested within minutes of being there. I'm just telling you that right now. Because we broke some custom that we didn't know. Like, okay. like, yeah, I mean, like, you know, we we didn't have our jackets on or some bullshit like that. And then they behead you, Joe. Because they I, wouldn't, I, be, they wouldn't behead us. They would behead you. They wouldn't behead us. I'd be talking my way out of that shit. Oh, well, thanks a lot for the help. <laughs> yeah, uh, no. Anyway, we would. I think we'd be fine, but you know, maybe we'll go to Israel and send it or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, there you go. We'll, we'll be treated a little bit better there. Uh, all right. Let's see. Uh, Joe, you got anything you want to talk? I only got a couple more things I want to talk about. You got anything uh, that's been bothering you this week? Uh, no, I, I see anything just bothered me. Uh, yeah, my uh, I got a free uh cordless charger, but my phone don't work on it. Sons oh, of bastards, bastards. Better than that, you know, uh, things have been good. I mean, I've been doing all right, okay. You know? Uh, Ogre says, I just looked up and found Sheikh is supposedly the correct pronunciation, and Sheikh is the English version. In any case, damn it, now I'm jonesing for a Sheikh from Sonic. <laughs> there you go. It's what I do. <laughs> go- golfing in Saudi Arabia is every hole a sand trap. <laughs> <laughs> you know the locals there are like, shit, I hit it on the grass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like, how do you hit out of that? I do the way. Oh. All right, so Joe, we got an interesting new game here today. It's called Is This Guy a Racist? Are you ready? I'm ready. This happened recently in Memphis, Tennessee. Now don't don't let that sway you already. Okay. This was a tweet sent out by the 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 Memphis chief meteorologist for whatever channel they're on, right? Because the Grizzlies were playing the uh, Warriors in basketball. And from Chief Meteorologist uh, <laughs> says, uh, oh, wait, wait, wait. Hold on a second here. I, I, I want to I read this correctly. Um, uh, oh, and chew on this. This was the tweet that was sent out by the meteorologist. Draymond Green runs his knuckle-dragging open mouth all game long. But mild-mannered Kyle Anderson disputes one call and gets ejected. Next-level jackassery. Joe, is that meteorologist acting racist? Well, well let's see. He's knuckle-dragging jaw. Now, the knuckle-dragging is kind of hinges on it, but he's talking about the jaw. I've been talking. Um, I'm going to say I don't find it racist, but most people would. Yeah, see, it, he runs his knuckle-dragging open mouth all game long. Now, but you, you know what? This just, just, it has the tinge of racism. It has a hint it. of it. It's like not, not too much paprika on the, on the uh, deviled eggs. But just enough to be like, eh, that's maybe a little too much paprika. Now you know that when you know that when when I think it was Dandy Don Meredith or whatever when he said, no, it was Howard. Monkey. It was Howard. Howard Cosell. Yes. When he said that little monkey, you know he was referring 
to how agile or how the guy contorted himself without, but because of that thing, and now we've come to the point where you cannot, you cannot say, but you cannot use any type of, of a simian or uh, whatever, a, a gorilla or any type of thing, or you skull brace Simeon, I love you, Joe. You are so fantastic. No, I, I have to actually correct you on something, though. When Howard Cosell was talking about, I believe it was uh, it was a receiver for the Redskins, he said, look at that little monkey go. He used to refer to his grandson as little right. monkey, and right. his grandson okay. would run, okay. and he was just using that term. And, and if anybody knew anything about Howard Cosell, they would know that he was the furthest thing from a racist as he was one of the only members of the media to stand up for Muhammad Ali when he was uh, when the title was removed from him because right. he dodged the war. Right. So, right. yeah. But, right. but you and, are... And, and, and everybody used to call, you know, back in the day, everybody's a little monkey. Everybody, your little kid was a little monkey. It didn't need, it didn't need to be racist. Also, the term gay that you were happy. Yeah. But 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 things have been changed so much and and look yeah, look the the guy he he sent an apology like he's gonna end up getting fired you you can't yeah. write you can't write down in a tweet knuckle dragging I mean yes it's very very Simeon esque. <laughs> <laughs> I try to stay politically correct. Nappy headed hose got Don uh, Imus in trouble. Oh yeah oh yeah when he called yeah. him nappy headed hose. Yeah, yeah, and, that, and, that that wasn't very yeah, good. Yeah, because God forbid a white chick could be a hoe. Yeah, well, what was the nappy-headed part? The nappy-headed oh, okay. part was was well. Was I've the been bad with part. a few nappy-headed white hoes. I mean, I know. Yeah. <laughs> well, hey, you got to keep them in line, Joe. You gotta, I do. You gotta, I do. I keep them all. Hey, man, you got to break the bitch first. You know what I mean? <laughs> you got to break that, the bitch. You got to keep that pimp hand strong, player. Then the girl know what's going on. That's the bottom dollar girl. You know what I mean? <laughs> all right, Joe. I want to know what is your biggest complaint when you go out to eat? Um, <sighs> biggest complaint when I go out to eat is that I don't. Uh, um, I, I think I like to get something to drink right away. Mm-hmm. And I'm always usually pretty hungry. So I love that salad. I love it to be asked if I want some appetizer or salad first. I love that if they do that because I love a good blue cheese salad right off the bat. Right That's off the bat, you, you, I, have I told your date, you have told your date, I'm getting a blue cheese salad and we are not making out tonight. You have already told your date that. What? Uh, oh, you can't you can't make out of a blue cheese? No, women hate that. Well, get over it, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so so your biggest complaint is they don't serve you. I like to be served up some water. I like to be something right away and be served right away. Uh, just, just at least some water or, or ask what I want right away. Give you something to do while you're waiting. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well. There's a there's a restaurant that opened in Guadalajara, Mexico. You and I have not talked about this at all, have we? We have not talked no, about this at all. No. The restaurant in Mexico. Now you have to go to Guadalajara. That's a little dangerous. Yeah. The restaurant serves hot dishes to customers 13 and a half seconds after they've placed their order. 
Nice. 13 and a half seconds. You cannot make a chimichanga in 13 and a half seconds. You can't. I've you tried. know that's crazy. I was, I it wasn't, it was almost a. I went there was a McDonald's here in town. It was the first one they went retro. You know they went retro where the the arches are through the ceiling and 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 there. I don't know if they have them there. Uh, I went in and they had two two big doubles for three ninety nine. So I ordered the two big doubles for three ninety nine. I'm not kidding. I earned my money and they brought me. Even my buddy was amazed. We were like, this is even fast for McDonald's. But yeah, but 13 seconds, I don't know how they look. Unless they got them just everything, you know, simmering right there. That's, that's okay, it. so that's here, you say. here you go. What's on the menu? Once you sit down, sharing plates of refried beans, salsa, and tortilla chips are placed on the table. Next time, uh, it's to place your order and watch the clock. So you show up, and there's food on the table for you already. Okay. Uh, let's and see. you order it 13 seconds later, you got your food. Yeah, that's what they say. I don't like it. I, I, I I'm weirded out by it. I, I, something, something ain't right. And this ain't a fast food restaurant. This yes, ain't a fast food restaurant. Because I'm with you. I remember what fast food used to be. It would be burgers that were still warm under a heating lamp, but it was fast. Yeah. The, the big old bin of fries was full. And sometimes you didn't necessarily get the hottest of fries, but you got them at that perfect temperature. You know, yeah. that perfect temperature is not right out of the fryer. That's the burn the shit out of your mouth temperature. Yeah, I got those the other day. Yeah. Yeah. And they're good. Don't get me wrong, but you have to wait till they get to that temperature you can eat at. Yeah. So I, I, I w- I, if I were to ever get a franchise, I'd be like, fuck you. I ain't making this shit fresh. We're going to have 26 fucking Big Macs under a heat lamp. Let's go. Let's get them out of Let's here. Do it. It's about turnover. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, you know, as long as those big backs are made correctly, I'm willing to give every one of them a shot. Oh, absolutely. Two, two all beef patties, special sauce, lettuce, cheese, pickles, onions uh, on a sesame seed bun. That's all you need. Boom. I just Boom. made that in under thirty seconds. Bam. All right, I can do that. Mm-hmm. Well, Joe, uh, I am going to let you go, my friend. But thank you as always. You are fantastic as always. I appreciate it. I appreciate everything. And, uh, uh, yeah, what are we doing? Oh, wait, wait one second here. How did you do in the Kentucky Derby? Did you win any money? No, we both lost. You had, uh, you had, remember, you had me put money on that, uh, what's his name? White Abrea, and it was a gray horse. God damn it. My dad's always told me never to bet on a gray horse. Had Messier. Mm-hmm. And, and the horse that won paid a, for a two dollar bet paid one hundred and sixty dollars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was lovely. That was lovely to watch. They call it gambling. All right, buddy. Well, hey, I will talk to you next week. I hope you have a fantastic weekend and rest of the week, Joe. All right, listen, listen. I am going to have. I'm going to really try to intensify my relationship with the ladies. So have my theme song ready to go. <laughs> you mean this one? Girl, I don't know. I don't know. Ladies and gentlemen, the one and only, Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy. Yeah. See you, buddy. Yeah. And then chicken berry. See you, and buddy. I'm not even asking. You know, I'll try to see if I can wind, if I can line up some moaning, some booing and awing or something, too. Fantastic. All right, buddy. <laughs> All right, buddy. See ya. There he is. Oh, no, man. Tell me.
Now, somebody's going to have to remind me of that next week because I won't remember to play Barry White. I'll play something else for him. Uh, so there you go. There is uh, Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy. Uh, oh, by the way, my jokes today on the, uh, the TikTok. What's the difference between Post Malone and a toilet? A toilet smells good when it gets cleaned. And what do you call a person from Tennessee on a college campus? A visitor. Now, I, I didn't tell this one yesterday, and I should have told y'all this one. <laughs> this one's so bad. Why do mermaids wear seashells? Because they outgrew their bee shells. Oh, you're gonna take me home tonight. Oh, down beside that red firelight. Oh, you're gonna let it all hang out. Fat bottom girls, you make the rocking world go round. Hey! I was just a skinny lad. Never knew no good from bad. But I knew life before I left my nursery. Huh. Left alone with big fat fatties. She was such a naughty natty. You big woman, you made a bad boy out of me. Hey, hey. I've been singing with my band. Cross the wire.
775-357-F A N S or 775-376-EZEZ. Uh, welcome back to the big show here on a Thursday, aka Friday Eve. Look who has decided to join us. I knew she was gonna have a busy morning. But ladies and gentlemen, the one, the only Braddy or not Braddy Kid. Braddy Kid's been here all day. Uh, it, it, Hangtown Jen is in the house. She says, update, today's interview went awesome. We entered the interview with the head guy saying, I'm going to run numbers with HR and work some things out. Kevin is going to interview the other candidates. He said they will hold the job till my requested start date. Has offered me a sign-on bonus and trying to get HR to approve my salary as I make now. I feel like this may be the one. Well, all you got to do is tell them. Yeah, and I know you know it, but everybody needs to know about the Mississippi mud bath and the filthy Mississippi mud bath. Filling a southern girl's mouth with Kool-Aid, making her get on her knees with her mouth open while you dip your balls in it. The act of which some with diarrhea poos in their partner's mouth and dip your balls in it. So there you go. That That's a difference. Uh, the difference between a Mississippi mud bath and a filthy Mississippi mud bath is Kool-Aid versus doo-doo. So there you go. Bubba is just staring at me. He is sitting right next to me, sitting at attention. He's like, what are you talking about, Dad? Kool-Aid, huh? Uh, ask for them to pay for your move as well. Some companies will do that. Some companies won't. But, hey, hopefully yours will. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's a great idea. Make them think I'm a proper Southerner. Uh, all right, next week. Next week, the trial of the century restarts. The anti-defamation or the defamation lawsuit of Johnny Depp versus Amber Heard returns to a Virginia courtroom next week. And are you ready for it? Are you ready? Hey, Amber. Don't sing it. Bring it. Because Johnny Depp is headed back up to the witness stand. Oh, uh, Johnny Depp has done his best work so far to this date on the witness stand. And the, the funny remarks he makes and the looks he makes in court, he is this is this has been his best role yet. Uh can someone just sneak a bomb into the courtroom and do everyone a favor? Now is she like her her attorneys were calling him to the stand along with her sister Whitney Henriquez and actress Ellen Barkin. God damn, that's going to be the first time people have seen Ellen Barkin in a whole lot of days. What was that? I know she did some crappy series on TNT, but was like her was Ellen Bar- Barkin's last movie Ocean's 13? Ooh, if it's not a government job and they cover your move by paying the movers, they usually tax you on it later. Just watch out. I got screwed on that once. Better if they just give you a stipend. Okay, good to know. Ellen Barkin had a brief relationship with Johnny Depp on the set of the movie Leaving Las Vegas. Leaving Las Vegas? He he wasn't in Leaving Las Vegas. Ah, oh, news break. You messed up. Fear and loathing in Las Vegas. I was about to say, Johnny Depp wasn't leaving Las Vegas. That was the alcoholic movie with Nick Cage. 
That was another crazy actor. Come on. Come on, Newsbreak. Get your damn get your damn screwed up actors right. Uh, I showed my mom Amber Heard clip of her doing coke. My mother's face said it all. I did not preface the video, just showed it to her. Look what in the fuck. She looked at me and said, did she just do a bump on the stand? I wish they would investigate that. What was in her hanky? Johnny was like, I know what it is. I can smell it from here. Cocaine. Okay, ass family, here you go. This is a tough one here. Who do you think has done more cocaine? Johnny Depp or Nick Cage? Let's see. I bet Depp was really on the shit when he did Fear and Loathing. Jen says Nick Cage. Fred says Nick Cage. Ogre says Nick Cage. Cowboys Girl says Hunter Biden. Well, Hunter Biden wasn't even in the in the conversation. We all know that Hunter has done. I mean, he smoked more, smoked more Parmesan than anybody. Depp did. Yeah, he owned the Viper Club. Yeah, he was there the night that uh, River Phoenix OD'd. Uh, Johnny Depp for sure. See, I think I think Johnny Depp has done so much cocaine, it broke him. Tori just he just sits there and he just looks like this right now because it broke him. Nick Cage is still on it. Nick Cage. I think that Nick Cage has got the tolerance of a silverback when it comes to like cocaine and stuff. Johnny, because Nick naturally produces cocaine. I think that's true. I think that is true. Some of us have in our bodies that we can create creatine and all kinds of stuff. Nick Cage creates cocaine. So between Nick Cage and Nancy Pelosi, who the bigger drinker is between Nancy Pelosi and Nick Cage? Oh, Nancy Pelosi. Nancy Pelosi will drink people under tables. Literally. Now, that is something I'd like to see. A hulking gorilla hopped up on a ton of Coke. Well, hey, February 2023, Elizabeth Banks is directing a movie about a bear that eats 300 pounds of cocaine. And and the movie is called Cocaine Bear. I can't wait to see it. Nick Cage skis down the Swiss Alps (laughs) mountains of booger sugar. Nick just looks like a, a cokehead all the time. Like that one comedian, like Jim Brewer. Oh, yeah, Jim Brewer looks like he's fucking, he's looped all the time. I st- I like Nick Cage still better, though. Elizabeth Banks directing, it should be called Bomb. Oh, I, I, I agree. But when you see the title, Cocaine Bear... Doesn't the title just say you have to see this movie? You know it's going to be terrible, and it's probably not going to have the payoff that you want, that there's a, a, a bear just snorting lines like the donkey did in Bachelor Party. 
but Cocaine Bear. I mean, that just sounds like a winner. Andre the Giant drank 48 beers in two hours once. Nancy calls that a snack. Oh, yeah. Oh, come on. If Andre the Giant was alive, he wouldn't even drink with Nancy Pelosi. Motherfucker, drink a case of wine the day leading up to WrestleMania. A case of wine he drank. Once again, that's, I, I believe, is a case of wine, is that 12 or 24? Doesn't matter. He drank it all. He drank a case of wine. I hope that Andre the Giant, I, I pray that he had terrible sense of smell. Because the man, like, like, it, it, cocaine, cocaine. Um, if this movie isn't a coked out bear raping and destroying an entire town, it'll be disappointing. Yeah, I agree. Andre the Giant used to have to uh, empty his bowels in the, uh, this is so gross, in either the shower or the bathtub of the hotel he was staying in and then run the hot water to have it go down because he was too big to fit on the toilet. This movie better have Sam Jackson in it saying, I'm tired of seeing these motherfuckers. Oh, wait, wait, we have this. Hold on a second. I, I, can, I can sub in the words. Enough is enough. I have had it with these motherfucking bears on this motherfucking plane. Cocaine. I'm tired of all these motherfucking bears sniffing all the motherfucking cocaine. The Waffle Stump. Yeah, yeah, that's what it's called. Will Cocaine Bear be a better movie than Zombie Beavers? Uh, (laughs) Zombie Beavers has a lot of potential in it, though. I mean, Jesus. There is so much potentials in that. Oh, Oh, man. Uh, Steve Harvey has recently come out. And I'm liking where we're headed in society right now. I got to say it. It's been two months since Will Smith slapped the taste out of Chris Rock's mouth. Steve Harvey was asked about it finally last weekend. He was at a, an event for the Georgia State University. Uh, he first said that he lost a lot of respect for Will Smith. This is Steve Harvey. And then Steve Harvey goes into Steve Harvey. He says, I'm a Christian, but I'm really underdeveloped. I don't have high-level Christianity. On a scale of 1 to 10, I'm like a 2. He continued, you slap T.D. Jakes, he'll turn the other cheek. You slap me, if you sit back in your seat, Jada would have to move out of the way. That's the type of Christian I am. So what Steve Harvey is saying is, is that if Will Smith walked up on stage to Steve Harvey and slapped him and then walked and sat down, Steve Harvey would jump that motherfucker. Now... (laughs) 
Rock, Chris Rock, who was at the Hollywood Bowl when Dave Chappelle was attacked, who came out and said, was that Will Smith? Later came out and said, Rock at his secret show, I got smacked by a homeless guy with leaves in his hair. And Rock reportedly said, yeah, well, I got slapped by the softest N-word that ever rapped. Oh, I like this. I, 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 I'm enjoying this. I'm enjoying seeing how, how people are coming out and talking badly about Will Smith. I like it. I got to say, I'm ready for Chris Rock and all the comedians to go off on him. Yeah, Steve Harvey is still hood. He's just hood with money. The same way that Cedric the Entertainer is, the same way that Bernie Mac was. Can you imagine? Can you just imagine Will Smith even getting up and walking towards Bernie Mac? (laughs) One of my favorite parts of the original Kings of Comedy is when Bernie Mac talks about smacking your kid in the head with a hammer. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, he's going to let Will Smith lock up on him. They really need to eviscerate Jada. Fuck that stupid bitch. I saw a joke the other day about Will Smith. You know, Will Smith's birthday is in September. Yeah, he he always comes after August. Wasn't wasn't her boyfriend's name August? Yeah. Bernie would have smacked the shit out of Wills the second his hand was raised. Oh, oh, Bernie Mac ain't gonna play. Like I, I'm trying to think of comedians that you could walk up on. Chris Rock, okay. Yeah, you shouldn't, but yeah, I can see you doing that. Patton Oswalt, I can see people walking up on him. Shouldn't. I mean, there are more should there there are more shouldn'ts that you should. Bernie Mac, no. Chris Dalo, no. Theo Vaughn, I bet you could walk up on. Ain't nobody walking up on Joe Rogan. You walk up on Joe Rogan, you're gonna die. He he's gonna reverse thrust kick you in the next fucking century. would have made him Bernie Smack. Like, I go back and I watch old Bernie Mac clips. Bernie Bernie Mac, my Mount Rushmore comedians changes so so much because I'll get on a kick by somebody. The only two that are on there all the time are Don Rickles and Red Fox. And I know that we've done the Mount Rushmore of comedians, the official list here on the show. I have my own personal list, but... I, I I almost want to put Bernie on mine. He's so good. He was so good. Now, if you've never seen any Bernie Mac comedy, all you got to do is go to his first time that he was on Def Comedy Jam where he says, I ain't afraid of you motherfuckers. It's, it's, it, the story was this, is that Bernie was the last one to go up on stage. They drew straws, right? And Bernie was doing comedy at, like, bus stops and, and shit like that. So he got invited to do the this Def Jam comedy thing at the Apollo. And the first three or four comedians, there are only like five comedians, the first three or four just shit the bed, and the audience at the Apollo just tore them up. So Bernie Mac comes out, 
and he and he's worked out a thing. See, this is this is how you can tell the greats because they know how to do this. They they'll take it up another level. And he went and worked a deal out with the DJ. Every time he hit a joke, they would hit the same fucking record spot, and he'd always hit it the same way when he'd go, "I ain't scared of you, motherfuckers." Meaning he didn't care if they booed or not. That's why I, I did legend. And the sad part is, is that he is in such a better place right now because his brand of comedy would not be appreciated in today's world. Same for Don Rickles. I can't imagine a world without Don Rickles. And these people, they want to live in a world that there are no such things as Don Rickles is in the world. I want to see Will walk up on Gallagher when he's got his sledgematic out. Can Gallagher even pick up the sledgematic? Another one that you might want to walk up on, but you better not because he's still pretty jacked is Carrot Top. Uh, I, I bet you Carrot Top will whoop your ass. Or he'll put you in a full Nelson or something or he'll, you know, just make you smell his underarms. But I wouldn't walk up on him. Jerry Seinfeld, I bet you could walk up on. You shouldn't. Mm-hmm. But at least Steve Harvey's coming out, and now Chris Rock's starting to say more. I I hope that means he started writing, and we're going to get the Will Smith comedy special soon where they eviscerate Jada and her tore-up cooch. Now, this is the portion of the show where I have to ask, seriously, what the fuck? What what, what the actual fuck? (laughs) What happens when you walk up on dog shit or sea scab? Well, I can walk up on, I'll let them... I'll let them make that mistake. They walked up on me on stage. I don't care who it is, but if it was one of those two that walked up on me on stage, oh, (laughs) can you hear the joy in my voice? Please let that happen. Oh, dear Lord, let that happen. Oh, I promise you this. Depending on which one it is, well, because they're both short. The taller of the two, I'm gonna I'm gonna hit with it, hit with a jab, hit with another jab, hit with another jab. Then I'm gonna roll my arms in a circle, and I'm gonna grab him. And I'm gonna give him the bionic elbow like Dusty. That's what's gonna happen. That's what's up. What about Joe Coy? He might not have learned kung kung fu, but he isn't born with those skills. I like Joe Coy. I used to like him. He's dating Chelsea Handler now, and I the. I imagine that's going to affect his comedy. Uh, I like Joe Coy a lot. I wouldn't walk up on Joe Coy. <sighs> One of the stars of the hit show Succession, which I think that show is garbage, but that's just me. James Cromwell was in the movie Eraser, one of the greatest action movies of all time. And he the one that, that, that killed the pig in that babe movie. Well, yesterday, he decided, 
while I was in New York, why don't I super glue my hand to a Starbucks? He is, he is doing this in protest on the chain surcharge on vegan milks. You don't have other shit to worry about? Really? I, 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 really? You're upset because Starbucks charges 70 cents extra for soy, coconut, almond, and oat milks. They just dropped the surcharge in the UK. Hey, 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 James Cromwell, why don't you go there? Stop charging more for vegan milk. Does it cost more? I I, I don't know. Uh, ask family, can y'all help me with this? I, I've never looked into oat milk or, 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 or almond milk or soy milk or anything like that. Um, is it more expensive than regular milk? Because if it's more expensive than regular milk, then I don't blame. And by the way, I don't blame Starbucks for fucking charging more for this shit. A man super glued his hand to a, a, a counter over 70 cents. You know how we break these things down? We break these things down. Remember that guy who got arrested because he wanted more broccoli on his salad? And he threatened to kill a manager? He didn't go to jail for threatening to kill. He got, he got thrown in jail because he wanted more fucking broccoli. This asshole, is, it, it's worth super gluing your hand to a counter for 70 cents. Because you're vegan and you don't want to pay vegan prices at Starbucks. Um, um, let me just say this. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I know. I'm going to speak logically right now. And I know that no liberal or progressive can understand what the fuck that means. How about this? How about some vegan folk get together? And they start up a coffee shop. Okay? I, you know what I would call it? I would call it Bucks Stars. Bucks Stars. Vegan coffee house. And I would just take Starbucks coffee, put it in a different bag, brew up the fucking shit, and then have my vegan milk there. And that it's a vegan place, so that's the only kind of milk we're going to have. I, I mean, it's, it's, seriously. Uh, last time I saw almond juice, it cost $5 for a half gallon. One gallon of milk is like $3 or less, so I'm okay with charging more. Yeah, and, and by the way, by the way, this is a specialty that you want in your coffee. Other people can get regular cream or regular milk. You see, once again, once again... You're putting this on Starbucks. Hey, you're lucky they got your shit. 
And I just, I, I hate our world. I've never hated our world more than I hate it right now. Literally. 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 We have di- dying veterans in the streets. There's a war going on uh, in, in, in far eastern Europe that we're not doing anything about. All of China. Have to worry about elections coming up. But James Cromwell is going to super glue his hand to a Starbucks counter because the multimillionaire James Cromwell is tired of spending 70 cents on vegan milk at Starbucks. Starving African kids are putting proceeds together for James Cromwell. I can't uh, drink caffeinated coffee. Starbucks doesn't really sell it. You know what wacky insane thing I do? (laughs) Do you? I don't fucking go there. That's what. Madness, pure chaos, and revolution. Exactly. Find a coffee shop that serves vegan fucking milk, you dumb. Oh, goddamn. Bring your own. I may or may not be married to someone who takes her own cheese to barbecue restaurants. Sometimes even her own sauce. You still believe there's a... I I still believe it, Ken Dog. Or, oh, V-Coop, there's the best one yet. Or... Brew your own coffee. What? Wait, 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 wait. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on a second. You can make your own coffee in your house? No. And you're mad at a place. By the way, do you have to pay for it at your house? Well, you buy it so you have it in growth so you don't have to pay for it every time. What? But you would rather... Leave your house, which never ever sounds good, and go to a Starbucks, which never sounds good, and buy their coffee that probably isn't as good as your coffee, and then you're mad because you have to pay extra for vegan milk. You see, I have this dilemma every once in a while when it comes to steak. Let me help the vegans out there. I still enjoy going out and getting a, a, a nicely prepared steak. I do. But I know that I can I make it more to my liking. I, I don't know if that means it's necessarily better than the, the restaurant steak. I like it more. It tastes better to me. It's my favorite. I'll still go out and get steak. Don't get me wrong. I like to try it out from everywhere. But I know that I can make it better. So if you're so, if I'm so mad at a place, then I'll just make a steak at my house. And you could do the same for coffee. It would be a whole lot cheaper. House, are you insane? These millennial general Gen Z jerk-offs all live in miniature houses or pods or some couch and refuse to join the status quo by having a decent place to live. They'd rather blow their money on artesian food and goat fu- coffees. 
Uh, Derek says, see yes, family. Have a great day. I'm out. Hey, you too, Derek. I'm trying to think to myself right now, what would I be willing to glue my hand to a counter for? I think I, I, I would glue my hand to the counter if they stop if they tried to make you know Coke, uh, Copenhagen illegal, or they did something to Dr Pepper. That's about it. But but probably not even not that because I'll find a way to get tobacco. It's America. Hell, I can get fentanyl easier than I can get tobacco. I I my uncle taught me a lesson a long 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 time ago. McRib, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, if they were to say they were never going to bring the McRib back, I'd be at McDonald's with hand glued to it. You got me there. My uncle taught me something a long time ago. I was 15 years old, went to go visit my uncle who lived in Huntington Beach at the time. And that was the time when the gargoyle sunglasses were really, really the coolest sunglasses in the world because mainly they are worn by Dale Earnhardt. And I wanted a pair of gargoyle sunglasses. My my uncle's pretty well to do, so he's like, we went and looked. Uh, we went we went to Costco first. I didn't know what Costco was because in Texas we didn't have Costco's when I was fifteen. We had Sam's. Costco didn't have them. Mall was across the street. Went to the mall. Went to the sunglass place, and there they were. They were seventy dollars. I was like, wow. Now, I had the money to buy them. My uncle was going to buy them for me, but I was going to buy them. He bought them for me. And like four days later, we went to a swap meet. And they had a pair of these gargoyles, and they were like 25. I was like, well, we should take these back. And he goes, no. He goes, I'm going to teach you this lesson. If there's something that you really, really want in life, get it. Because if you drive all over town, you think about this. If you drive all over town, looking for something you want, and it's going to be $5 cheaper, but you've stopped at seven places, and you're all the way across town. I don't want you to think about your gas. I want to, I want you to think about your time. Flavor Flav is not a very smart guy, but he is smart when it comes to the word time. And this is why Flavor Flav always wears a big clock around his neck. Because time, you can't do anything with it. It's running out. From the minute you take your first breath, we are living to die. I know that's not fun to sound, but what I'm telling you is that that time is the most valuable commodity that you have. And why are you going to waste time driving all over town to save $5? You've already wasted it in gas money, and then how much is your time worth? It's always something I always think about. So, little 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 more you know moment there. There you go. There you go. Perfect. It was. Oh yeah. You know what? You're right. It was Price Club. My bad. It wasn't Costco. It was Price Club. That's what it was called. Styrofoam containers. Bring back the heat lamps. Amen. I'm not gonna go. Oh. Boy, if there was a chance that I could get this done, I would do it for everybody in the world. And people would look at me, and they would say, James Cromwell, you don't know what you're doing. 
This guy's doing something for everybody. I would happily super glue my hand to the counter if there was a chance that I could bring back the McDonald's fried apple pies. I, 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 I just know that everybody, everybody who's as old as me got a boner when they heard the words fried apple pies. Now look here. The ones that I get on a regular basis at Whataburger are delicious and they're, they're great. But there was something about the McDonald's deep fried apple pie. There was, there was, I mean, and that was the thing you would bite into and you didn't care if it was like a nuclear holocaust going off in your mouth. There's a special crunch texture to it that's never been replaced. Oh, yeah, I'd glue, I would, I, if there was a chance that I could, they said, hey, we will hear you out if you glue your hand to the fucking counter. Boom, it's glued. Honest to God, when you said fried apple pie, my mind started playing the Star Spangled Banner. Oh, that's, you know what? That, that, I think that is one of the greatest losses in our history. We, we can talk about fast food on this show like nobody else can. And I think of all the things that we've let go, the McDLT. To keep the hot side hot and the cool side cool, the McBagel. The Mexican pizza, which, by the way, is coming back next week, and I can't wait. But we lost it for a while. Why do we lose these things? The hot apple, the, the fried apple pies, they lost that because of a health thing. I'm here to tell you, I am so tired of this. The next, I, I'm telling you right now, the next person that says they want a healthier choice of McDonald's, if I'm around them, I'm going to slap them. I want you to think about how stupid that, that sentence is. I'd like a healthier choice at McDonald's. You, you, you want what? Oh, I, I'd love a healthier choice at McDonald's. Don't go. Go to some place that has a salad bar, asshole. Don't ruin McDonald's. Uh, when I think of fast food, we've lost my mind. Here's the music from Platoon. <laughs> William Defoe is dying, holding his arms up for salvation. Yes, it, it's like an apple pie holding his arms up. I mean, we've lost the McRib. The McRib used to be an everyday item. We've lost that to one month a year, maybe two if we're lucky. Things that built these franchises. Mm -mm. Oh, God, the fried apple pie. Yeah, and I'm just going to tell you right now. Like I said, Whataburgers is very, very good. I don't have a problem with Whataburgers whatsoever. I know Popeye's has something that's kind of like it, but it's too cinnamony. See, you fucked it up, Popeye's, by putting too much cinnamon in there. And the old apple empanadas that Taco Bell had were kind of, like the best ones I found are Whataburger because they are that close. But like, Old McDonald's fried apple pies were a no-hitter. Actually, 
fried apple pies were were a perfect game. Whataburger apple pies are a no-hitter. Redburger says, bring back the original Del Taco taco salad. It was basically two tacos without the shell and a cup of smothered in ranch dressing. It was delicious. I miss the old Taco Bell salad. The old taco salad where you eat the fuck that's the worst thing on the menu for you, but you're like on a diet. Well, I'm going to go eat at the healthiest of the fast food places, Taco Bell. That used to be a conversation people had. McDonaldland cookies, too. Oh, I remember those. 20 minutes later, after eating everything else, those damn apple fries could still start a for Yes, they could. Oh, and they were so good. I started telling people all Taco Bell people have to bring back a caramel apple. Like I said, I, they weren't bad, but they, they, it was caramel. That's right, not cinnamon. It was caramel. It's too much caramel in there. <laughs> McDowell's was told to go back to baked apple pies. You know what they did instead? They closed. Brian just texted me, do you remember the Bell Beefer? Oh, yeah, a Taco Bell, a taco on a bun. Oh, I remember that. The Enchirito from Taco Bell is what everybody wants to come back. And I just I, I just want the fried apple pies. I, I, I'm, not, I'm not trying to, to hurt anybody. You got deep fryers there. You got the little boxy. And even, you know what, here's the, uh, here's the other thing. The cherry, the fried cherry pies, they weren't bad. I just like the apple ones better, but no, the fried cherry pies, I'd eat those. Of course you'd eat the fried cherry pies because that's what it was. It was apple and cherry. Ooh, Ratburger says you can still get an Enchirito. Uh, you just got to ask. There you go. <laughs> the Bell Beaner. That could have been a PR issue. Oh, yeah, the Bell Beefer was a, was a burger at Taco Bell. That's like McDonald's putting a pizza on their thing. Wow. Went trick-or-treating one year, and the lady gave out fried apple pies, greatest thing ever on Halloween. Oh, I would have had to eat that on the way home because there's no way my parents would have let me eat that. My parents were kind of on the, on, on, on the kind of queefy side. They wanted to check. Oh, there's any unopened can or you know, open package candy? Can't have it, Arnie. I'm like, well, I had about six of them already. So, I've asked. The youngsters have no clue. No, of course not. Oh man, the fried apple pies. That just makes me reminiscent of a time long, long ago when we were all innocent. Now, I've heard of people being allergic, but I, I ain't never heard of that. I, I worked with a guy one time that was allergic to soap. That, that's what he claimed. Brother stunk like there was no tomorrow. I mean, B-fucking-O. Oh, yeah, I would have gone back to that lady's house who was handing out the apple pies. I, I would have knocked her over the head. 
Not sure if they still have the programming, but the fryer should have the option so you can get the fried pies, but you have to ask. They, 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 they're different. The, these baked pies are different. I appreciate that, Kale. You worked with Post Malone, right? Back in the day, fast food and even the old-fashioned TV dinners were a treat. Oh, do you remember the old aluminum TV dinners, the Swanson's TV dinners? And if you had fillings and, like, you stuck your fork in there and put it in your mouth, you got a zap of electricity like there was no tomorrow. A lot of Indian people are allergic to soap and more smoke, most work at 7-Eleven. Okay, wait, hold on. Let's see. SI College. What, what are you sending me here, boy, Battleborn? Nick Saban addresses tampering implications with wide receiver Tyler Harrell. Uh, wide receiver Louisville, wide receiver. Uh, we won't tamper with anybody, Saban, during a golf event. I don't know if anybody. Like, this is going to uh, real quick. Let, let me go over this real quick. College football is in a world of trouble right now. And it, it, it bums me out as I watch this happen. Uh, college football is allowing all these NIL deals, the name, image, and likeness deals. Some people have already seen through this as nothing more than somebody who's the CEO and a booster of a company that, that has to be a boost, you know, and they're going to pay. Because I just saw this, uh, the running back for the Texas Longhorns, Bijan, the, the best running back in the country, by the way. He has just signed an NIL deal with Lamborghini. Now, I, I don't know how many rich Lamborghini Longhorn fans are out there. But that one's kind of like, I'm like, like if it was a barbecue joint in Austin that signed him, I'd be like, okay, I can get along with that one. Deion Sanders put out a video uh, recently, and I watched it, and he was so spot on. You are now paying 18, 19, and 20-year-olds more money than they've ever seen in their life. And sometimes you're going to be paying them more money than your assistant coaches are getting paid. So why should the kids listen to the coaches? Coach don't make as much as me. Like I said, very, very dangerous time in college football. That's all I'm going to say about it. Not going to say they can't make money. Not going to do that. I'm just saying very, very dangerous time. Remember when Taco Bell sauce came covered cups, not packets? Yeah. Remember when ding-dongs came wrapped in foil? You missed removing a piece of that and bitten of that? Oh, God damn, yes. There's a the, – do y'all have mod pizza out there? Is it, is it mod pizza out? If y'all have mod pizza, you need to go there and get their little snack cake things, their ding-dongs they got up by the register because those are like old-school ding-dongs. I mean, if you haven't had a ding-dong in a while, get yourself a Hostess ding-dong and look at the lack of goo inside. Then go to Mod and get one of theirs, and you'll be like, holy shit, this is good. I'm 
Matt Hatter says, I'd shit on someone's mother for a steak, egg, and cheese bagel from McDonald's. Now, Matt Hatter, I may have some news for you. And you might not have to actually shit on somebody's mother. Um, according to a press release, for a limited time, for a limited time, McDonald's will bring back the bagel sandwiches at participating locations. Now, this was just in Philadelphia which is one of their test markets. Now, I have to agree with you. The steak bagel at McDonald's was pretty goddamn bomb. That shit was fire. Whatever sauce they put on that was fire. The new hostess sucks. I do like the white fudge ding-dongs. Those are really good. Hard to find, though. Uh, Is Mod Pizza good? It's not bad. It's quick pizza. It's not horrible at all. I think it's pretty good. Um, yeah, Mad Hatter says, holy shit. Hold on, let, let, let me get you a good one there. Let, 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 let me, oh, where do, where is he? Good Lord almighty. Holy shit. Fuck Philadelphia, yeah. Yeah, Mod Pete's is not too bad. The only thing bad, and see, now that I know the tricks, damn it, I want this now. Yes, I know, I just say, that you can get, a round egg on any breakfast sandwich. Did you know that? Did you know that? Because I hate that folded over egg. That folded over egg, that, that just tastes like shit. You can give me the fake poached egg on, on, on the bagel with steak? Oh, I'm all about it. I'm all about it. Yeah, Mob Pizza's good. You literally order exactly what you want online. Alicia, have you had their ding-dong things? Have you had their treats they have up front? are so good those are so good but yes mcdonald's for a limited time in some places you'll you'll have to uh bad hatter go ahead and google it but yeah i did see that i saw that story uh, it i think it was over the weekend and i said ah, maybe we'll see uh okay so i was talking about the guy who i worked with who was uh, allergic to soap stunk like a motherfucker Abigail Beck from Tucson, Arizona, was recently diagnosed with aquagenic urticaria after symptoms struck three years ago. The extremely rare condition, estimated to affect one in 200 million people, causes hives to form when their skin becomes in contact with water. Uh, I haven't, I'll be honest, I haven't gotten anything from them in a long time because I cook 98% of our meals. Well, there you go. Well, that's better anyway. I mean, I know that you force your kids to eat, like, vegetables and stuff like that. Psh, calling CPS on you. Feed them vegetables. So, wait, 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 wait. Yeah, she's a very attractive young lady. I, I don't understand something here. How can you be that allergic to water 
when your body is made up mostly of water? See, something doesn't add up here. Abigail says when it rains or she showers, it feels like acid forcing her to only wash once every two days. Well, you better hope she, you, you better hope you ain't a squirter. That one that line could have just broke the internet. She has not had a glass of water for more than a year because it causes her to vomit and shit. It God damn it. God damn it to hell. Instead, she sticks to energy drinks which have a lower water content. The number one ingredient in any energy drink is, let's all say it together, water. Or she drinks pomegranate juice. Doctors are forced to give her rehydration pills and consider giving her regular IVs to get more fluid into her. But wait, 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 wait. It's only on the outside? Like, if they give her an IV, the water's going to go in her arm, and it's going to cause hives on the inside, isn't it? See, I'm calling total bullshit on this. I've got, I, I, and I'm going to play it tomorrow. And, and I might make some people upset with me, but there's some gal that's on TikTok. I, I'm going to play the first part of it for you here. I want you to hear the stupidity here. Okay? I mean, honestly, like, it doesn't get much. Let's talk rejection sensitivity dysphoria. RSD is a sensitivity to rejection, criticism, judgment. It's very common in neurodivergent people. Um, I'm not even going to go on anymore. Wait, wait, what was, what was this fucking made-up bullshit called? Once again, here, uh, oh, is that Nolan? Holy shit. I gotta save that. Wait, where's my stuff at? There we go. All right, there's Nolan. Okay, this is rejection sensitivity dysphoria. Where people have a sensitivity to rejection. And uh, we're going to talk more about this tomorrow. But let me just go ahead and preface this right real quick. Um, nobody likes rejection. If you like rejection, something is wrong with you. That's all. Like I said, I'm going to play it more tomorrow. Wait till you hear about all the things that could be a part of this rejection thing. I've never met anybody who enjoys rejection. Fuck that. Drink Brado. It's what plants crave. Hashtag idiocracy. She's 70% water. I'm hearing Naomi. Yes. Yeah, I, I, I mentioned that earlier. Attention sensitivity dysphoria, a.k.a. a snowflake. Oh, Alicia, if you can be here tomorrow for me to play this. I'm going to, you know what, Alicia? I'm going to send this to you. 
Because I think this might fucking blow your mind as well. The stupidity. But Abigail Beck from Tucson, Arizona. And by, by the way, she's from Arizona and she hates water. What happens when she perspires? No. There are between 50 and 100 known sufferers worldwide. Yeah, they're all called fucking drama queens. Jesus Christ. Oh, she can't cry. Well, she can't cry. She can't sweat either. And like I said, if she's a squirter, she might as well just die. Yeah, yeah. It was a self-inflicted gunshot wound. They finally came out and said, "Um, okay. Hey, we we all know that things are tough right now. Times are hard." You know, I, sometimes I, I kind of can look the other way when it comes to maybe you accidentally didn't pay for something in the grocery store. Okay. Well, a video is going viral of 40-year-old Latonya Marchia Brooks. Last month, she was at a HEB in Temple. Now, HEB is like our, it, it's the equivalent of the Super Bowl of grocery stores. And it stands for here, everything's better. Her accomplice in this, uh, 53-year-old LaTonya Thomas, is still at large. Both ladies last week, or a couple weeks ago, went to the HEB, and these women started taking meat. One claimed they saw them leaving with a significant amount of unpaid meat in a shopping cart. And tried to stop them, but they were able to take the cart away and load the meat into the vehicle. The women's the women woman stole more than two thousand dollars worth of meat. I mean, they, oh, she just thrown in the back of her truck. Get in there, beat. Got some ribs. We got some of this. We got some of that. There's a brisket. Oh, we got some ham hocks. Oh, anybody getting pig's feet? Anybody getting pig's feet? I mean, honestly, she's facing six counts of theft and one count of failure to identify a fugitive intent. If you have any information on the whereabouts of Latonya, please contact Temple Police. I will do that. Or Bell County Crime Stoppers. Let's do that one instead. Five, two, six, eight. All right, here we go. Come on now. Crime Stoppers, please. Yeah, hello? hello? Yes, ma'am. Are you there? Bell County. Yeah, I was yes, wondering, I, I, have they caught that lady who stole all the meat yet? Which one? Latonya Thomas, I believe is her name. Have they when caught her? Uh, I don't know. She Last week, she stole a bunch of meat from HEB. I was wondering if you could tell me, do you know what they're going to do with that meat? Oh, I have no idea, sir. Like, 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 are they going to have a big cookout, or can we go down to, like, the police department and maybe buy some at discount? Oh, I have no idea, sir. Contact the police department and ask them. Okay, I appreciate that. You have a good day. You too, Bob. 
There we go. She told me to call the police department, so now I got to call the police department. What are you going to do with the meat? calling the Temple Police Department. No problem. If this is an emergency, please hang up now and dial 911. To report a crime or request an officer, please press 1. For police records, press 2. For the Community Education and Crime Prevention Unit, press 3. I press 2. This is the records. PD records. Yeah, hi. I was wondering if you could help me out with something. Uh, I saw the story about the women that stole all the meat and one still at large, and I just called Crime Stoppers. I, they told me to call y'all. Uh, do you know what they're going to do with that meat? Um, honestly, I don't. There's not much that I can tell you. Um, let me see. Like, is the Sheriff's Department going to, like, sell it at a discount? Or are they going to have a barbecue or something? I... I couldn't tell you any information on, a, on an active case. Okay. All right. Otherwise, the meat's going to go bad, and you don't want to waste that meat. You know, there's starving kids all over the world that would eat that meat. Yeah, I get that. All right. Well, you have a wonderful day. You too. I love you. There you go. <laughs> what are you going to do with the meat? They're thinking I got some kind of breaking news on how to cry, stop a crime. No, I want to know what you're going to do with all that damn meat. All right, a couple more stories to go. Now, now this story right here. Just saying. Just saying. 60-year-old man. He got a little tired of his uh, girlfriend. Chardonnay. Chardonnay. Well, that's bad. It's a death row pardon. One minute too late. Well, he got tired of his girlfriend's yappity yapping, so he decided to strangle his girlfriend. So he strangled her to death, went into his backyard where he started to bury her, and then died of a heart attack. And isn't it ironic? Don't you think? It's like rain on your wedding day. It's a free ride when you're already paid. <laughs> so he kills his he kills his girlfriend because he's tired of the nagging. And as he's burying her dead carcass in the backyard, he has a heart attack and dies. I don't know what this is like. I'll honest. Flight, the pain 
well, isn't this nice? And isn't that ironic? Don't you think? like oh god no not a heart attack i just got rid of her i just got freedom <laughs> that, that grave was a two for good planning on his part <laughs> i saw that story i died that shit is great right there all right final story of the day what do i keep telling y'all people is my mantra Nature is not your friend, and it's no friend of America. I, 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 will, I will say it right now. It, it, nature hates America. It, it's true. You, you don't believe me? Okay. All right. All right. A United States Army soldier who was part of a small unit in training and they were in an area of west, uh, west of Anchorage, Alaska, and west of the Anchorage Regional Landfill. They're there doing their job. When all of a sudden, what happened? They were attacked. At least this young man was attacked. And it wasn't a Russian that attacked him. No, 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 it was not a Russian. It wasn't some crazy ex-con trying to live in Alaska. No. No, instead... It was a fucking bear. That's right, the bears have declared war on the United States. The 673rd Security Force Squadron initially responded to the incident, according to the officials. Alaskan wildlife troopers are now conducting a search for the bear they believe carried out the deadly attack. No. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. No. No, 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 no. If I'm the leader of this brigade, I'm like, nope. You can take us to the where, where the bear is, and then we'll dispose of that son of a bitch. Alaska Wildlife Troopers are looking for it. The area has been closed to the public because they don't want any more bear attacks. And you know how stupid the public is. Of course, they're going to go and go, hey, we want to see where the bear attacked the guy. It's unclear what kind of bear it was in. It was a Russian bear, obviously. Grizzly bears, black bears, Russian bears. Care Bears. Yeah, I'll carry out a search for the bear to capture it and torture its ass to death. It'll get water bearded. Oh, that was bad. Water bearded? Come on. Ogre. Ogre. You, you know what I have to do here, don't you? You, you, you know what? I, if, if, if I can find it. You, you might be lucky. I might, I might not find Oh, I found it. <laughs> Fuck you, too. It was funny. 
Maybe get the one that ate the can. Oh, man, if you found cocaine bear and had cocaine bear, take this bear on. We'd, I'd look at cocaine bear and go, look, we'll drop all your cocaine charges if you kill this Russian bear that killed our, 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 our military guy. He writes, says, I liked it, Ogre. Water bared did. Get it? Bearded. Bearded. I look, I, I'm still smiling over it, but it's still terrible. See, Nessie says, not funny. Capture it, put it in gladiator death pit with a polar bear. Hell no. You know what you do with this bear? You put chains on it. You cut off one arm at a time and go, see a bear? We went, and you let it holler out to all the other bears all around. You cut like an arm off. Ha-cha! That bear's like, these motherfuckers are crazy. You know what happens? You know what happens? Maybe they start to, maybe the bears start to puff up their chest a little bit and go, hey, we're going to go get Ralph or, or whatever his, whatever his Ruski name is. We're going to go get Vladimir. And then like 10 minutes later, when the bears are starting to get close to the, the sound, you hack off Vladimir's leg. Let him scream out then, too. Now you're going to see the group dwindle. Once you cut the nutsack off, it's over. They're all going the other way. Mm-hmm. I'm just telling you. Yeah, they're, they're, we're not searching for this bear. I'm getting in, a, in an Apache attack chopper. And I'm mowing down some fucking trees. Oh, yeah. We're going to have us a little shooting. We're going to be clearing the forest a little bit today. I barely understood Ogre's joke. Straight Fire says, dang, the ass show's almost over. I can't bear it. Was this bear on the cocaine? No, it was not on the cocaine. No, this was trained by Russian operatives. Remember last week we heard about Russian operatives and somebody, you know what, please don't believe me. Don't believe me. See, I'm having fun right now, but I don't want somebody to go out there. And I know this has happened. And I'm sorry sometimes for when this happens, but I'm not. You'll say something that I said or somebody will say something I said as a fact, even though I know I was joking about it. This, this bear is not actually from Russia. I don't, I don't know where this bear is from. Okay, I, I'm trying to make you laugh. I'm trying to make you have fun today. <laughs> Somebody's going to go home tonight and go, and you know I'm right. Somebody's going to go, did you know that the Russians are training bears now, and they just attacked a military member in Alaska? I'm telling you. <laughs> this, is, this is all just jokes, people. Russian operatives, I can't bear it. I barely saw that one coming. All right, now now we're going. Uh, really, send a fucking message to the bear community. Find the bear's wife and have a gorilla rape her in front of him. Then put its head on a pike and say, you. <laughs> Problem. Problem, ogre. And, 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 and I appreciate it. I appreciate that because I love it. Not many gorillas are going to be in Alaska. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I know you're thinking outside the box. But I, I, I think a bear versus a gorilla in, in that encampment, I, I, I'm going to have to. 
If the bear was in, like, Africa, then I would say, fuck, the bear does not have a chance. But if it's a silverback in Alaska, unless that silverback has cocaine. Jokes are getting grisly. The extent of these puns is unbearable. Oh, I, I will I will not I will not take part in this punnery. How bad is that though? I mean, like you're in the military. This is not the way I want to go out if I'm in the military. Like if I'm in the military, I, I want I want to die with, you know, a bomb or you know, saving somebody or something. I don't want to get eaten by a bear. Nope, no, that goes against all my rules. You know, my number one rule in life is don't end up as shit. Because if a bear eats you, you're going to be bear shit. The gorilla comes in like Arnold and Predator. Oh, okay, okay, he's a specialist. Okay, my bad. So we, we bring this gorilla in, hopped up on the cocaine, finds the bear's wife, rapes her, cuts her head off, puts it on a stick, and says, you. I love it. I love it. We ain't fucking around anymore. Hey, bears, we've had enough of your shit. We can barely take it. There you go. You got one out of me, and it wasn't any good. Gorilla won't do it. Brothers don't like the cold. (laughs) Is is that how we refer to groups of gorillas as brothers? Okay. I just want to make sure. I, I didn't know if it had some kind of weird name like Pride or something like that. But I so so we learned something here today. You know how you have a school of fish, a pride of lion. Now it's it's a group of brothers when you're talking about gorillas. Once again, do not believe me. Do not say that in a public setting tonight. Well, you know, you know, a group of gorillas are called brothers. I can see somebody. <laughs> Is it actually a troop? I can. <laughs> it's a troop of gorillas, but yes, call them brothers. You know, I was listening to a podcast today, and I found out that a group of gorillas is called brothers. No, they're not. No, it's a troop, and they're not gay. They do stage work. Gotta say brothers. Brothers. Okay, yeah, brothers. Uh, A group of gorillas is known as brothers. Yeah, don't say that. Whatever whatever you do, just don't say that. All right, that's going to do it for me today. (laughs) I don't want to get anybody in any more trouble. It's my fault for bringing up a Green Beret rapist gorilla. <laughs> Boy, hey, we are, we, are, we are way ahead of them damn rooskies. We got gorillas that are in the Green Beret. They just have bears that attack random soldiers. Man, oh, man, I feel safe. Thank you, Joe Biden. Joe, you got anything to say about that? I get out of the bus. I get out of the car. And... Uh... And I said, Mom, why are all those kids 
It was then called Colored Oh, come on, Joe. You got to do that. Uh, we will be back tomorrow. Same Arnie time, same Arnie channel. Please remember that every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you are in there. So until tomorrow, y'all have a fantastic day. And by the way, tomorrow, yeah, that's right. Tomorrow is Friday. Oh, and you know what that means today, don't you? Bucky's yay. Bucky's yeah. yay. Headed to Bucky's in just a bit. Uh, until tomorrow, adios, everybody. But I think it's quite queer So I'm writing this down In a song I just couldn't resist Cause it's a nice little twist And I think you'll agree This is just wrong I ain't never got the same one I've held it inside long enough Now I ain't too proud I'm gonna shout it out loud I ain't never got the same one with Willie Now I've heard him with Merle Waylon and Cash Jones and Toby, that man is totally gracious. But I'm thinking, damn, why not me? We could even sing it on TV. It's like him and old Julio Iglesias. I ain't never got to sing one with Willie. And I've held it inside long enough Now I ain't too proud I'm gonna shout it out loud I ain't never got to sing one with Willie Back and forth Up and down all the highways Wherever our big buses can go And I think that it's great To finally sing one straight And our fans will all love it I know And I'm loving it too, really Finally could sing one straight Well I think that it's been long enough I'm mighty proud Just listen to the crowd I finally got to sing one with George Strait Look at me 
Thank you, man. You just made my career. Well, you should have said something straight. I always thought we'd sound great. And I finally got to sing one with old George. Happened. It's over. He's finished. Law enforcement is outside waiting to arrest him.